Hello, everyone. It's Wednesday. Welcome to another Drop Frames here. Zeke, are you uh, you feeling it? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> feeling good. Feeling, feeling fine. Feeling real nice. Are Saturdays, you're like, is this how crazy you get on Indie Sunday? Like, what's happening here? Oh, yeah. No, I... I don't know why people even watch it. He said, I drag ass the whole time. I'm just, a, I'm a grumpy ass son of a bitch. Saturdays. They're your, uh, they're your crazy day. Turns out. Yes. They're, they're my day uh, to go out and uh, get naked on the overpass and wave my junk at traffic. Sounds like Colorado. You know, <laughs> it's very much Colorado. Like Colorado. And it's really cold. Yeah. Have, no. have you, have, do you know the show Yellowstone, by the way? Have you have you heard of Yellowstone the show? Yeah, I, I saw it on on Man. Netflix and I went. You got to really go back to Montana. I want to go to Montana place. now because that goddamn show. Do you just have Kevin Costner running around shooting people in Montana? Yeah. Is that, okay. Sounds great. No, Kevin Costner is actually uh, he has a certain like allow uh, uh, or uh, what what is it an allowance of of people that he gets to shoot every year. <laughs> I think all celebrities like, do. Yeah, we yeah. made a special. It's like a hunting and... license, but for people. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He got in early, you know. And the, there's in like the a 90s. guy where every time he kid, they put a little punch on his card, and you know <laughs> yep. he murders a guy, and they're like, Good. "Costner, let me see your card." Oh, okay, five and ten, cool. Carry on, carry on. It's yep. funny because that's how the actual show really is. Uh, <laughs> it's, awesome. it's a little absurd. Some of the the shots though uh, that they get, like the cinematography on that show, is. Montana apparently is just gorgeous, uh, and I don't know why you never said that. Uh, you always hey. told me it was the worst, and it took no, no, no. hours to get no. anywhere. But during the show, I'm just like, yeah. God damn, that's gorgeous. What the hell? Yeah, no, there's a reason why they call it the Big Sky State. Um, no, it's it's honestly like the only place that I've ever visited or been to that has better scenery is Alaska. Like Alaska uh, is that's just cheating like majestic yeah. as fuck but yeah um Montana like it's great like driving in through Montana is fine because unless you're doing like the eastern part of the state that's like going towards North Dakota which is just flat and awful gotcha but like like the western three quarters of the state is a really fun drive lots of lakes and mountains and rivers and and scenery and uh great it just takes forever to get anywhere and if you if you're raised around it you know it's like if you get filet mignon every night for dinner sure. growing up yeah. it's like it's not going to be special anymore that's true that's true yeah now can you does anyone actually live in north dakota or do they is that just a state where like no, no one nothing happens there no one actually lives there it's funny enough a uh, little little not in fact it's actually uninhabitable that's what I thought. I mean, it has yeah, to I heard be. There's no, you never, I heard there's no, no air there. Yeah, no one ever says like, oh, I'm from North Dakota. That's not a not thing I've ever heard. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Well, it's, it's um, there's like one interstate, one, one main interstate, and it barely curves. Like there's, it's a straight drive. It's kind of like driving through Kansas. It's a huh. straight drive through boring, flat plains no mountains no nothing it is awful i've driven to minnesota a few times from montana and it is fucking terrible huh. uh and i will say there is nobody living there they are uh actually cardboard cutouts if you drive uh... through the town there's a guy like pumping gas but you look back it's cardboard 
it looks like he's doing stuff, but he's not really doing stuff. Makes sense. Interesting. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we'll have more next week on uh, drop frame states you've never actually heard of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next like week, Western South Kansas. Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> Western Kansas. That's true. That's very true. That'll be next week's uh, state. Co is jumping the gun, uh, but a great Ohio Missouri. <laughs> yep, yep. That's three weeks from now. We're gonna skip a week. Uh, it takes two weeks to talk about West Kansas. It's tough. West of New Florida, by the way. No one, no one ever goes there at all. At all. Anyways, uh, wait a minute. I, is West Kansas isn't a state, is it? Right. No, West Kansas is is west of New Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now New Florida is. I'm pretty sure it's a myth. I'm, West Kansas, I'm like sure. I know there's yeah. West Virginia. No, there's only any. There's only old Florida. There's nothing new about it. It's only old. Okay. Yeah. Is there an East Virginia? There's not an East Virginia, right? Since if a you West, believe I'm, hard enough, there might be. I'm pretty sure that East Virginia <laughs> is south of North Maine. Yeah. That's how that song goes. You know that that old <laughs> famous John Denver song. In my East mind, Virginia. I'm going to North Maine, California. <laughs> yep. Uh, it feels weird doing a drop frames on sunday y'all this is what happens happens. i woke up this morning and and it was like wait a minute i gotta i gotta be in like show mode today i i don't even know what that means but i was like i have to be in show mode uh this is strange it's a strange thing i woke up up late today very very late yeah and uh remembered like groggily like oh shit Oh, I actually have to be there on time because I have other people relying on me. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I got up and I'm just like, "What the fuck? Get some socks or something." Come on, <laughs> socks is the first thing you look for. Is that your safety uh, piece no, of clothing? You're like, if I don't have no. those socks, I feel naked. You know, I got to get my socks. Sort of. Sort of. Okay, say, look, I, I, would, I, I would say. It. I understand. I understand. It's well. It's the one like, thing that that I change every day are my socks. Also, if I'm not mistaken, last time we talked, part of your morning routine is, is that thing where you slide in on socks, doing a rock song, your living room, right? And that, yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's need to have good socks for that. Dirty socks. You just trip over yourself. It's a mess. And, uh, I saw your face, JP. Um, I was going to leave it alone because I, I go commando. (laughs) Oh, okay. As you do. As you do. Yeah. Oh, so the the sliding socks across the kitchen floor is a lot more entertaining for someone who goes commando. It's True. it's uh, a lot more at risk. It's a fright. Yeah. To the uh, to the wife and the dogs, of course. Oh, I bet. Yeah. yeah. And any guests. Yeah. Our house guests that we have. The spiders like, they revolt. They put you know the front two. Spiders have guess. paws, tendrils. What is? feet spikes spikes i'm okay spikes. i would i'm i agree with that that's the the cleats. actual term yeah they have spider cleats cleats okay uh, <laughs> cleats spikes. uh yeah no it was really weird have, having to tell uh katie's folks when they visited that that's my morning tradition <laughs> if they hear the music just don't come outside just yep. don't open your door like mom mom go in your room get inside quick you don't want to be here for this. It's like an air siren. Get back in! Go! 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 Oh God! Yeah, we had uh, we had tornadoes on. Uh, was that Friday night? That was a lot of fun. Dude, fun. 
Yeah. 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 There was some serious tornadoes uh, here in the States recently. I think in, what was it Kentucky? Yeah. It was like it's four one states. right through a downtown. There yep. was like 50 plus people killed. There was, Ooh. there was one uh, oh. tornado that went through four states over 200 miles, uh, which is the first time it's ever done that before. Uh, not wow. 200 miles long Holy in shit. terms of the tornado being that length. It traveled 200 miles long yeah. or some shit like that. It was a 200 mile long <laughs> tornado. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Like a it's, wind tunnel at that point. It's getting bad out there. Steamrolling. Yeah. Aaron, oh, God. Uh, Aaron was at a grocery store and over the loudspeakers, the sirens went off. They told everyone to go to the center of this grocery store and hunker down. So that was a fun call to get while I'm like hunkered down in our house while the sirens are going off uh, with the pets. Uh, so we all just kind of like hung out for about 40 minutes and then the sirens went away. So luckily it, uh, it went a different path, but still it did a lot of damage. Yeah. Not, not, uh, not the best part of living in the Midwest. I'll say that's, uh, also the fact that it's December, it was like December the 10th that this is occurring, you know, maybe this whole, uh, maybe this whole global warming thing is real. Who knows? Who could say? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's really <laughs> happening. Maybe climate change is a thing. Who knows? I don't know. I, I went outside a couple of days ago and I saw some snowflakes. So, I mean, I think we're okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, well, let us know. Let us know if it heats up there. Uh, hey, before we get started today, we got to choose our game of the year categories or tinker with them if we want to. Because uh, we, we got a okay. game of the year show coming up uh, <laughs> and we need to get our community vote out there. But before we do that, we want to make sure that all the categories line up and all that stuff. Um, I right. do remember one change for last year is that we were going to change top five game stream to top three game stream because it just got way too long. Uh, okay. Trying to wrap it in into a three hour show. So I'm going to do that right there. Uh, and then we got all this other stuff that we can, you know, take, we can add, we can just remove, we can do whatever we want. I feel like we need to change uh, biggest disappointment or industry fail of the year to include that's not blizzard right because that, that, should, that should just be like the default top story today by the way activision blizzard employee shares union busting message sent via email by company leadership we'll get to that yep. in just a little bit uh um, unbelievable yeah so what how about how about we call it the the uh the let's blizzard or blizzard presents <laughs> let's do let's fails. do this you know how we'll they dedicate say, like awards to people sometimes because yeah. they, you know, are representative of that award. <laughs> There's a real easy way to fix this. All we have to do is add a word. Yeah. At the beginning of the award, just put second. Oh, true. That's all we have to do. We could do so both. In other words, our cat our category this year will be the second biggest industry fail of the year. So uh, now, correct. What what was the difference between biggest disappointment and industry fail of the year? Was that one category? I think biggest disappointment, industry fail of the year, we said was like uh, something that happened in the gaming industry, like a game developer causing it. And then biggest disappointment was like something we were hyped for that turned out not to be great. Got it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually it, industry game. fail was like a company screwing up and like say releasing a game way too early and lying about parts of it. Or, um, you know, and the biggest disappointment was like, I'm super hyped for this thing and it ended up being after the part. Okay. There you go. I like that. <laughs> the longest name for the award. <laughs> That's great. That's why it'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, in my opinion, like the biggest is yeah, the biggest disappointment is not necessarily like a game that's bad. 
it, but it's a game that that disappointed you, like like Breath of the Wild. Like mm-hmm. I can look at Breath of the Wild and say that's a good game, but I was disappointed by how much I didn't like it. Gotcha. For example, by the way, our our biggest disappointments last year were Marvel's Avengers, Co was uh, remothered, Broken Porcelain, and Zeke's was Deadly Premonition Two. Industry failure was DMCA, and then both of you had Cyberpunk. So those were, yeah. Uh, yeah, to give you an idea for that. Uh, everything else, are we are we good? Did we want to, was there any categories that we said we wanted to add and then a year later remember that, and now we've completely forgotten? So this is where, if you remember in chat, let us know, because we don't. We didn't make note of it. No, I, I totally remember everything we all the notes we said a year ago what we're like you know we should change this yeah yeah we always do it and i don't keep track of it so (laughs) um now best moment i think i want that to be more clear like best moment you're talking about in a game right yeah let me see what we did last year uh Oh, okay. So it was going down uh, me, Ko, you. It was ending a Persona 5, Royale, Wasteland 3, and then the Golden Scorpatron in Wasteland 3 was for you, more specifically. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Okay. Yep, um, yep. So we can put, like, best moment. Do we? I, I, I'm okay with just leaving that as it is. Oh, um, little typo. Uh, bottom needs to be 2022. Oh, thank you. There you go. Thanks, chat. Yep. So, yeah, no, math, math for my channel said, no, in a movie, Zeke. I'm talking about, like, best moment, like, in gaming or in a specific game. That's what I wanted to know. Mm. Mm. Like, my favorite moment in a game or my favorite moment, like, could have been, like, watching the Game Awards and, you know, something happened. Whatever. Yeah. Do we want to combine? Yeah, in a game. Uh, I, This might be heresy. Do we want to combine best music and best sound design just to shrink a category down? Or are those distinct enough that we should leave them separate? Sound design is always so subjective. Yeah. Um, which is one of the reasons I would say, and I mean, music is too, obviously, but I, I would say probably not. Okay. Because like a game can have really good sound design and not good music. And a game can have great music and the sound design just be generic. So I, I would say, I would say leaving those separate is probably okay. Okay. I think now, and, and I've always had a problem with um, saying best rather than favorite. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I understand the difference. We don't have to change it. It's it's cool. But I just wanted to voice that. Like, I feel like when I when I say it on the show, on the actual games of the year show, it's like this is what I think is best, not like what I think is actually the best. I mean, you know, like technically the best and my favorite, you know, there's a difference. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So do I, we, we could change this to favorite and then for our like combined list, like, like where we debate our, the drop frames list, then that could be best. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm okay. And somebody said that. in my chat, and I like this best has an air of supposed objectivity and that is not what these are about. And, and I, yeah. I would agree. I see what you're saying with that. Also, by saying favorite, that will make it a lot easier for Zeke to justify all of his terrible decisions. <laughs> I'm always looking for ways to justify my terrible decisions. And that just, I mean, if you could facilitate that for me, I would, I would greatly appreciate that. So then we'll put 
on personal. Is there a like, better word than favorite? No, I, I like I favorite. Think, I think favorite. I think favorite's fine. great. Yeah, and, now, I, and I actually completely agree with what you were saying too. Here's the thing: Do we spell it with a U or without a U? What I'd say without. Okay. What are you going to call it, favorite? <laughs> That's what uh, everyone outside, uh, you know, favorite actually, but yeah, the majority of our uh, viewer viewership uh, puts. I believe it's. I, be, I believe it's pronounced favo. You right. Mm-hmm. That's no, favo. You right. Like, yeah. Favo. You right. <laughs> just just because you came up with something doesn't mean that you're the best at it, England. You may have come up with the English language, but America perfected it. I mean, just listen to rap. Okay? You're welcome. Wait, did it? I'm not going to get into that. Rap is the perfect example of the English language, in my opinion. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. <laughs> Being used uh, artfully, the word economy, uh, the way it, it flows and rhymes. Telling you, that's 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 the most the most perfect to quote our founding fathers. Just it's a uh, more perfect way mumble rap of speaking English. Yeah, mumble rap is number one. Mumble rap is the top. It's probably the best. <clears throat> it's the top. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Final call. Are we adding anything you want to add to the list? Anything you want to remove from the list? Are we okay with narrative and story being the same thing? I I don't know if that was the discussion point last year, but. If we're gonna have the discussion, that's is where it should take place. Well, what was the discussion? narrative story? What was the yeah? Just in terms of that being the same thing, is that good? I, I still have I'm fine with that. Player. Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right. I would even say, uh, I could even I would even like cut it even shorter and just say favorite writing. <clears throat> mm. Somebody in chat um suggested best indie game but to be honest like especially these days indie has become in just just indie itself has become incredibly difficult to define so yeah. that, that that's yeah. like a discussion in itself um no we we be better we that just... was something we brought up with rami right like and he yeah. couldn't even he was just like it all came down to like i think we all kind of sort of agreed that it was like it's up to feeling does it feel indie <clears throat> like all it has all the check boxes does it feel indie? I guess. Yeah. Like taking all those things into <laughs> consideration. Size six says, how did JP get a sponsorship from Activision for the industry fail category so fast? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no. It's presented by them. But that was that was there was there was no no money changing hands on that one. Yet. <laughs> Yet. Exactly. Yeah. They may step in and you know. Yeah. We should probably leave that out. Now I'm starting to think that like people will start to get. Did you actually get money for this? Well, you could just call it the. Why would they pay for that? Like, why? I don't know. People are crazy, man. You could just call it the Activision Blizzard Award. Oh, just straight up replace it and just call it the Activision Blizzard Award. Award. Yeah, we'd have to explain it every time people ask. Yeah. Well, you could say Activision Blizzard Award. Uh, for biggest industry fail. Oh, somebody said just put presented in quotes. There you go. That's what we should do. That that ends that ends the conversation. I like it. Also, like it. in my chat, people said the blizzies. 
which I think is a pretty good award name. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> the, and the Blizzy goes. The Blizzy too. goes too. That's not bad. That's not bad. Oh, also, disappointment is misspelled. I think it was misspelled all last year, and we just kept it. Oh, there's not a few. Right. Yeah. yeah. There was like there was a couple of typos in oh, there. I'm sure. One. Yeah. I hear. I hear an invader. Uh oh. I hear you, Rowan. Nice. It's try. Zim. Are we gonna? Are we gonna hear code discipline his child? I don't know. I'm, I'm. I have two. I have two theories about how this happened. I think it's, it's just... either Ned Flanders or it's like Norman Bates. Like it's, I don't know. I feel like one or the other. I feel like uh, he's had so many years disciplining his chat that they're probably similar. Oh. Uh, I wonder if that's yeah. I wonder if uh, if that's how I like did, would discipline my child. Would I would I talk to them in the same way I talked to you? My chat? I hope not. <laughs> I I wouldn't wish the same on me at all. Yeah, yeah. You little fucking idiot! <laughs> what are you even doing? <laughs> you walk into the room like. Hey, look at me, and now we look at you and don't have any fucking good things to say. Why don't you get the fuck out of here? <laughs> Daddy loves you. Yeah, we're talking about disciplining uh, children. We were curious if we would hear some uh, some co-disciplining there, some co-parenting. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I, yeah. I, yeah, I learned a lot from my upbringing on how to raise kids. Yeah, yeah. So. Real talk. <clears throat> One of the most frequent things I heard growing up was suffer in silence. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh yeah. that was like one of the biggest things I was told anytime I was making noise or being sad. Look, yeah. look, suffer in silence. Come on. Come on. True. That's true. Isn't that what that guy from Looney Tunes with like the red beard used to say back in the day? Just Sammy Sam? Tarnation guy? Yeah, didn't he then he used to say, uh, "No, no, you're thinking of the cat that said suffering suck <laughs> 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 You're thinking of Sylvester. There you go. Basically the same. Yeah, I mean, yeah, essentially the similar, same. Right? Thing. It's similar, right? It's similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck does suffering suck even mean? Just an exclamation, I, I think. Um, what is suck Uh. That was that was the cat, right? Yeah, Sylvester. Yeah, it's said to be a minced oath of suffering savior. What does that even mean? I'm gonna have to do some research later. I'll oh, have a oh, presentation next week. I'll let you guys know. I'll let you guys okay. know. Well, it's like, uh, uh, yeah, lima beans are and often corn? have often have religious connotations, right? Yeah, so you say like holy cow, yeah, or uh, God's wounds from back in the day. Yeah. Oh, succotash is a dish. Is corn and lima beans mixed? Yeah. Okay. I don't understand. Why would you say these nuts after succotash? Oh. <clears throat> True. That works too. So someone uh, put in my chat. I don't know if this was something we brought up last year, but it seems like something I might have brought up or one of us would have. All right. Uh, one of the categories was games we wish we played. Oh, that I, I do remember a conversation around that. <clears throat> I do remember a conversation with that. And I think it, that could be a good category because it's quick. It doesn't have that much explanation. We just kind of say like, oh, yeah, some games I wish I played. 
and you can just rattle off a yeah. list and then well and it's also uh if if both of you guys have like the same number one game and i don't it would be nice to have a category saying like the reason why it's not on my list because i didn't play it yeah <clears throat> yeah i'm okay with that uh yeah, I'll put that in the list. Oh, also, we uh, second biggest industry fail of the year presented by Activision Blizzard. What? Oh, we need a biggest after second. Oh, second. second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Thank you. It would be nice if we only had two fails a year. That would be <laughs> very nice. True. Oh, that'd be a good year. True. Uh, I like that that title is so long, it actually wrapped on your on your notepad. It did. It did indeed. Um, <laughs> so, what, Zeke, what was it? Uh, games I Wish I Played? Or or what? Yeah, yeah. Games we wish we played. Games we caps. <coughs> there we go. I'll put that somewhere in the list so it makes sense narratively. Okay. Um, and then we'll leave that off of the community list and the proper list at the, at the end. Oh, we were on a, a favorite favorite narrative or story. Uh, we could maybe we can just put writing because oh. that's all of it, right? That is kind of all-encompassing. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. That covers like all of the bases. Yeah, yeah. Or we could we could say uh, favorite script. We could put a little bit. Yeah. Writing script. It, uh, I don't care either okay, way. Okay, that's fine. It doesn't matter. It, uh, yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter to me. Uh, mm. I think we're okay. I'm okay with that. I don't think there's. Uh, I'm just, well, I, <laughs> just seeing if there's any like. I think these are all good categories, all, all important categories. I was just wondering because we we don't want to fall in the game. Uh, the game awards hole of like, uh, you know, going on too long, like three hours too long. That is far too long. Oh, I mean, we always push. <clears throat> I feel like for this, we've pushed four almost every yeah. year. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering if there's anything, any fat we could cut to keep it down a little bit. But, well, the other thing is the reason, one of the reasons why the game awards can be so exhausting is because. It's not, uh, like there there are parts of it that we don't care about because it's like you see a game come up and you're like if it's like I don't know a racing game or something I don't give a shit about it so like there's parts of it that I wish would go faster I would I tune out and no one wishes any part of our show would go faster. Hopefully, <laughs> I mean if you guys want to, we could do top five games of the year for our personal list. And then do a top ten list for the like show list. That would cut oh, down on a lot of time, and would also probably would not make only it cut easier. down on time, but that would make that top ten a lot easier to make. Yes. We've definitely had like a lot of issues collating that in the past. So, yeah, I I think that's fine. And then we could like well, add yeah, on I to mean, that as well. Okay, explain that to me. Chat very say. much wants ten though. Chat is in the process of redoing and saying we want ten. Oh, okay. They do want to talk. No, I, I don't mind the 10. Maybe we just do the, the, our bottom five, we do them like faster. We just do them like a little bit more rapid. Well, fire. I think and in terms the, of the top uh, five for each of us, in terms of like production flow, didn't we do the top seven for each of us last year? 
all at once. And then once we hit three, two, one, we kind of went down the row. Is that how we did it? Because a lot of it also just comes down to like the production aspect of how we rattle off the numbers in terms of uh, saving time. Okay. <laughs> we should do like a chess match where we have like a, everyone gets a timer on the screen. Like you have two minutes, justify your position. And then yeah. at the end of the two minutes, it's like, beep. yeah, you guys did okay. do that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Or, or like, like, like in the Senate, like you have two minutes, Co. Yes. Yeah. I would like to yield the rest of my time to JP. Thank you. It's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure all that out. Or I'll figure all that out. I, I think we'll probably just do it the same as last year. Um, That's fine. And the fact that we're only doing top three games streamed instead of whatever it was, uh, we'll save some time. Uh, and games we wish we played is a very quick thing. That's just a game name uh, and maybe an explanation why. And that's that. Um, yeah, I think I think that's fine. Yeah, cool. I don't think there's any other stuff that uh, that we want to add to this or subtract from this. Are we good? Are we locking it in? So say we I all. So say we all. So say we this all. This is the way. All right. Great. Great. What about best video game related show slash media? Um, I think this is plenty. Yeah. I think, the, I think the package has been wrapped and a bow has been placed on top of it. I think so. I think. And you also, could add that's, shit to uh, this. that's drop frames. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Oh, quick question. Uh, that's true. <laughs> While we're talking about this, first of all, this this show will be on Sunday. You schedule, right? Yes. Uh, are you saying the game of the year show? Yes. This It'll, show. Yeah, the one we're talking with this stuff. The game of the year show will be on the 2nd of January at 1 p.m. Right. Eastern. Yep, which is this, the Sunday. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a little confusion. I, I saw this question a bunch during the start of the show. This is a dry run today. Are we? Is, are we now on Sundays? So here's the thing. Uh I don't mind going back to Wednesdays. However, that being said, that means we have a show in three days. <laughs> yeah. So do we just want to say fuck it and say we're a Sunday show now? I'm kind of fine with that. I mean, it, it doesn't matter I'm fine to with me. that too. Yeah, it's just, it's not what we said we were going to do. But hey, I'd rather. You know what? Sometimes <laughs> life gives you lemons and you, you just squeeze them and you add some sugar and you make orange juice. It's true. That's true. I'd rather not skip a week and then delay the show another one uh, so that we don't do a show this Wednesday because three days is not enough. I also really like that most of the people that would disagree with what we just said. They're not here. Right now. Yeah, they're not here. So, yeah. So, so uh, let's put it to a, a poll. <laughs> Everyone who's on here on Sunday that wants to keep it to Sundays, let us know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't I'm even okay. think about how biased that would be. Like, oh, it's incredible. Yeah, I'm here, so like this is the day I want it. It's true. It's true. This is cool. Yeah, let's just let's just hit Sunday, and we'll like we'll band aid yeah. it and, okay. and make it work. Great. I'm totally cool with that. Totally fine with me. We'll keep it on. And uh, I know Sunday. probably you. We'll probably all three be streaming uh, on Wednesday because this is about our normal stream time. So this coming Wednesday and the following Wednesdays, we'll just be like, you're not watching about frames because it's on Sunday. See yeah. Sunday, you know, and just kind of like yeah. start moving people. Yeah. This will also mean that we'll have some leeway in getting people ready for the game of the year show, which I think will be good. So it'll, there'll be a few transitional episodes before like a big, that's one of our biggest shows every year. Yeah. 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 I do. yeah. Anyways. And, uh, uh, just in case anybody was, uh, was wondering about Indie Sunday, Indie Sunday will, will, I've already made a graphic for it. 
Oh, um, of the I made it. <laughs> Julia made it. <laughs> Julia made the original Indie Sunday GIF, GIF graphic. And uh, I just contacted her. It's like, hey, how hard would it be? And before I could even finish the sentence, she was like, here you go. So I now have a, an Indie Saturday uh, graphic. So that, that's, that's how my week will go, which lines up very nicely for me. It's, nice. It's very nice. It's Monday off, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, regular stream, whatever main game I'm playing, Indie Saturday, drop frames on Sunday. Fucking wonderful. Nice. Bada boom. Also, just so we're uh, all on the same page, we did do a Democratic vote in my channel. Uh, there's a poll up. It says, what day do you want DF on? Sunday, Sunday, or the day after Saturday? And the day after Saturday is one uh, with 91% of the vote. So. I, I guess I guess we could move it there. I yeah. mean, like, okay. yeah. we'll make it work. Yeah. Make it work. So we're, drop frames is always the day after Saturday from now on. There you go. That's what we're doing. For now and until we decide to change the date again. <laughs> Which, hey, we lasted, what, seven years? We used to do the show on Thursdays, didn't we? Didn't we start out doing the show Thursdays? I don't remember. I, I don't think so because I, so. I did. I used to do improv on Thursdays. I think it's always been Wednesday. Pretty sure it's always been Wednesday, you know barring special movements or events or whatever yeah yeah okay because yeah uh, it would have been for my purposes in terms of uh all the other shows that i used to do but maybe it always was wednesday the start time changed oh we, we used changed to do it the... at night right didn't we used to do it at 5 p.m yeah Eastern? we used to do later yeah we used to do later later not at night but like we used to do later in the day right yeah and I remember that was crazy because we would do drop frames. I would do drop frames at like 5 p.m. Eastern and then role play at like 8 p.m. Eastern. And it was seven yeah. hours. It was a seven hour show block of just nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was way too tired. Yeah. I completely forgot that. Yeah. We've been doing the show for like eight years or some shit too. Yeah. Which I, I completely think, forgot we moved the time. Yeah. Wow. We'll save all that conversation though for episode 300 because that's coming you, up. You know, and okay, yeah, good idea. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's do uh, a little bit of news. Uh, I'll I'll be real honest. The news this week is it's real shit. Um, let me just rattle off some news items here. Activision Blizzard employee shares the union busting message sent via email by company leadership. Sony VP fired after appearing in pedophile sting video. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone devs stage walkout over <laughs> layoffs. Uh, there was another one too. Oh yeah, there was like an Ubisoft like starts an NFT game or some shit. Uh, <laughs> it just they just kept piling them on this week. Uh, CD Projekt has entered settlement talks with investors who sued over its botched Cyberpunk launch. That's a thing that happened. And then uh, the Game Awards occurred, and we got a shit ton of trailers for that. And that's the week in a nutshell. Oh, also the Switch hacker, Gary Bowser, which I think is very funny, uh, must now pay Nintendo $10 million on top of his $4.5 million fine for hacking the Switch. So he's fucked. Yep. <laughs> he's, he's not going to be able to pay that. Uh, um, let's let's start with that real quick. Uh, what? Yeah. He so isn't, wait isn't bowser the name of the guy who runs nintendo now too it is yeah yeah doug bowser <laughs> is the ceo of well he's the, right. he's the ceo of uh, nintendo of north america 
Uh, you replace right. Reggie. He's a man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's just, it's, isn't that funny? That's Bowser and Bowser. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, Gary Bowser, who is, that's like his, his hacker name. Uh, oh, he's, okay. a, he's a he's member of the team called Team Executor. Uh, has been ordered to pay Nintendo $10 million for his parts, uh, part in selling mods for the Switch and 3DS. The fine was a uh, result of a civil case between Nintendo and Bowser and was separate to a different federal lawsuit in which Bowser was also fined $4.5 million. Uh, in the previous case, Bowser and another team executive member, uh, Max Laron, I hope I'm pronouncing that name incorrectly, uh, were charged with 11 felony counts, including wire fraud and conspiracy to co commit money laundering. Uh, VideoGamesChronicle.com reports. So, yeah, they're not uh, they're not doing too hot. Uh, if found guilty, the pair faced uh, long prison sentences. Uh, with those two charges alone, punishable up to twenty years in prison. Instead of facing trial, Bra uh, Bowser pled guilty to two counts: trafficking in circumvention devices and conspiracy to circumvent technological measures, and to traffic in circumvention devices. And offered to pay Nintendo four point five million as well as help them to find other members of the team. Oh, oh and the they public paid him rats. to be a rat? That's good. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. Uh, the prosecution agreed to waive all of the charges. As a result, the judge uh, warned that despite his plea bargain, Bowser could still face prison time for the two counts he pl uh, pleaded guilty to, which each, uh, with each punishable by up to five years in prison. So there you go. So, he's, so he could be going to jail on his list of things to deliver as being a rat. Correct. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's good combo. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's yeah. great. That's... They're, they're going to love that in there. Yeah. <laughs> that or they're going to ask him if they, if he can get him a switch. <laughs> that's gonna be the other thing. Yeah. 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 Was he just doing it just for shits and giggles or like, was he doing it to make money? Whoa. Was that everyone or just Zeke? What? Uh, what? Whoa. That's you. Oh, that's oh that was me? That's you, JP. Oh, that's you. Okay. <laughs> that scared the shit out of me. I, yeah, thought, I, I thought my life was turning into a too. horror game for a second. <laughs> I think we're good. <laughs> we're all right. Stream cut for a sec, according to chat. Jesus, that scared the shit out of me. Okay. What did you say, Zeke? Because uh, for me, it doing... was you were slowed down and like echoed, and it it was very spooky. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know the ghost in the machine took over. For me, it was yeah. just the stream froze for a split second. Um. Uh. Oh, what was he doing the hacks for? Like, was he doing it to make money for just for shits and giggles, or? Um, I think it was. Let's see. What what did he actually do? He was one of the key members of a switch hacking group that sold mod chips is what happened. So they were selling oh, okay. mod chips to put on to a switch. So money. Yeah. Money for money. Money essentially. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it sounds like at least from the wording of this, that he offered to pay Nintendo 4.5 million. So I guess they were doing pretty okay. If that's the case, cause that's no small chunk. And of at change. that point, Ow. In that point, instead of Nintendo going, sure, you can pay us, they went, excuse me, how much? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you are definitely going down. There is no yeah. chance now. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, not good. It's not a Four good million is not enough to pay for Samus's bra. 
How about you fork up a little bit more? <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Uh, did you guys hear about this uh, this Sony PlayStation exec who was uh, caught and now under investigation after appearing in the pedophile sting video that was apparently caught on like a live stream that I think ended up on live stream fails. And that's where all of this started, which is just like live stream fails <laughs> seems to be a little bit like fall a little bit short of, <laughs> of <laughs> categorizing the situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little yeah. more than a, just a fail, like a oopsie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was the name? Oh, so it was a YouTube channel. Uh, by the name of People v Preds, that apparently does these stings. Um, okay. <clears throat> CNET.com has, uh, or is where I'm reading the story from. Apparently, too, when when the channel does these stings, because none of it is like done in an official manner, that a lot of times when they actually catch these people doing these things, it doesn't like it bounces when it goes to court because there's no like official. Oh. Uh, records or anything like that in the situation. I remember that was that big thing about that show, the, the TV show, is that they they made sure everything was done in a way that they could legally prosecute. But yeah, yeah. I guess with these, like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, but I mean, hell, at least he clearly is getting serious repercussions. He lost his job. Yeah, he no longer yeah, he works. Lost, at well, he lost his job, and now it's public. Like, right. you know, and there's it's right. public, and there's proof everywhere. So it's like, I doubt he'll ever get a job in the industry again. Thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's just one of those headlines. I think that happened last uh, Saturday or Sunday when that occurred. That's just fucking wild to hear. Um, the Activision Blizzard, we skipped over it, but it's just a... It's like an oil fire that just keeps on burning uh, over there in terms of how fucking ridiculous it is. Um, I wonder if uh, if that's, if that's it, if it's kind of on purpose, like letting these things out. It's because... If there's fire everywhere, you can't focus on one fire at a time. Yeah. Well, the, yes, meanwhile, like, while all of this is going on, the price of video games is going up and up. We've got like for what was it for spoken, like being charged like a hundred bucks on top of the Final Fantasy seven remake comes out. It's like 70 to $80 across the board. Yeah. And what's even what's even funnier about that is they took the price down. So you can't pre-order it anymore. And they're just gonna like turn it back on on release and not drop the price. Jesus Christ! Oh my lord, yeah. dude, it's a mess. It's the a mess. Uh, the email was in response to the ABK Workers Alliance, which is the Activision a better ABK, which is a better Activision Blizzard King. King is the uh, people that make Candy Crush, uh, and is part of that group. Uh, they announced on December the 9th that there uh, is going to be they are. They are striking and that there is a strike fund, uh, which is a GoFundMe uh, that is currently up. Uh, if you do want to support that, it's at, it's at, I don't know if there's a short link. It's at GoFundMe.com slash F slash ABK dash strike dash fund. I'll paste it in my chat if you guys want to spread it around. Um, currently at uh, 298000 of a million dollars for their goal. And so that went out. And I think they were in the process of sending out union forms. And that's where this email was prompted from the, uh, the Activision Blizzard leadership. Um, and it's an interesting email, uh, to say the least. They, uh, I'll read some, some direct quotes from it here real quick that are rather interesting. Uh, as you make your decision for the future, we only ask that you take time to consider the consequences of your signature on the binding legal agreement 
or binding legal document presented to you by CWA. Once you, you sign that a threat. Yeah. Oh yeah. Once you sign that document, it goes on. Once you sign that document, you will have signed over to CWA the uh, exclusive right to quote uh, represent you and the purposes of collective bargaining concerning all terms and conditions of that employment, end quote. That means that your ability to negotiate all of your own working conditions will be turned over to CWA, just as the document says. So that's a threat. Um, I find it so hilarious to, to, for them to even consider that because it's like they're trying to use these big terminology words to scare people to do stuff. But at the same time, it's like, what employee is in there like, negotiating this stuff like they, they can't they can't even do that that's not something that, that is in their realm of possibility their entire realm is going and going and saying i want to raise and being told no like that's what they're basically saying they can't do yeah it's it's obscene and they make it sound like they're losing like a, a natural right or something um it's such overtly like we're designing this to scare you language yeah oh, man i tell you it's not a it's not a good look. That was a, a message from Brian Bulatow at uh, Activision Blizzard, which I think he was one of the former. Yeah, he was nominated to be under the Secretary of State uh, for Management by President Donald Trump uh, in 2018, and he was confirmed in May of 2019. Mm. So. Yeah. So what is what does the K stand for in ABK? Because I, I looked at king. it and I was like Yeah, it's King. They make Candy Crush. Oh, right, right. You said that. Uh because I looked at it and I I said Asshole Bobby Kotick? That... <laughs> that's very close. That's his that what, new rapper. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I would I would I would definitely fund that. I would go fund that. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very close there. Um yeah, so that all is happening here on uh, December, what, the second week of December? It's just absolutely wild times over at uh, Activision Blizzard. I'm sure that story will continue to go on over the next couple of weeks and months. I'm trying to see if there's any other big story stuff. A uh, ton of game announcements, obviously, on uh, the Game Awards. We covered that live if you want to watch that VOD and see our reaction to all of it. Uh, I think that is it unless you guys have any other uh small bits of news for the past week or your chat does uh only a little bit of news obviously Tarkov wiped today that's kind of big uh big yeah. news patch there a lot of things being adjusted i i don't understand exactly what it means but a lot of the regular streamers are are getting pretty excited because there's a new inertia system they also added a new map some new weapons uh still trying to get all that i'm, I'm actually probably going to jump in and try it out again because wipe time is wipe wipe time in tarkov is like an MMO release. Yeah. Like every everyone gets super hyped and everyone loves playing it and servers are packed and stuff. So that can be kind of cool. Um, outside of that, not too much new stuff this week. It seemed like the the year was really weighted towards October and November, and everyone kind of rushed to get their stuff out then. Yeah. So like December is is pretty relaxed. The only kind of big stuff we have for the rest of December at the Vexile is doing an event where like every 10 days there's like some bonuses and stuff going on in game. Uh, the new war from Warframe, their their big quest that we've been waiting for years on. That's going to be in just a few days, actually, the fifteenth. Yeah, it's fifteenth. And and I think I think everyone else pushed over to January and February mostly. My lord, yeah. February is going to be absolutely crazy. February will um, probably be one of the most. I 
it's hard to quantify it without actually looking at all the other past months, but like that might be the most stacked month ever in video games. It's going to be one of the biggest months in gaming. Yeah. And just in terms of sheer high quality hyped releases, sheer, sheer quality of releases that we know are going to be well above average. Yeah. Like Horizon Zero Dawn, Elden Ring. Like we know, we know just those two are going to be huge. And then there's a slew of other games coming out as well. Uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be wild. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Are you going to check out the gunk or either of you going to play the gunk comes out on uh, game pass? I think this coming week it's from the makers of uh, steam world dig, which is, uh, a very good game, uh, and a very good series of games, but I don't know. I, I think when I read the description of the gunk, it's on game pass first off. So you don't really have to buy a full fledged game. Uh, but it said something about like a puzzle aspect of the game. Um, so I think it might be more adventure and less grindy, kind of like the SteamWorld Dig series was. Or the I Steam remember hearing about like the world, the mechanics of Gunk and thinking it was pretty cool. But then like, I don't remember. So I watched something else about it and, and got significantly less excited for it. Um, I think it's when they did like a, a character focus and it turns out that it's like a, like a little kid or something. I don't know. I, I thought at first that it was, they were kind of going like a, a more, you know, everything's screwed up, the gunk's eating everything approach. And then it turned out later to be just like, oh, it's just like a cleanup game. You know, <laughs> kind of like, you know, and, and that I maybe a little bit less excited for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zeke, is it on your uh, radar at all? Are you checking it out now? Uh, I, I, it's not on Steam, right? Because I looked up- No, it's up, Game Pass. Ah, uh, okay. At I least looked at up the moment it's Game and Pass. And there's a, it's a free to play game from 2019. No, that's- <laughs> Oh, that's not it. <laughs> that's not it, yeah. That nope. That's not it. So no, it is, it is actually not on my radar. I've, I've, I don't know. I haven't heard of it. Maybe I've seen like a, a snippet or two, but nope. Cool. Well, then I think that uh, we'll do it for the. Oh, news. it's the gunk. Yeah, it's not just gunk. It's the. Oh, gunk. Okay. Okay. That wasn't me like trying to be hip or cool and saying like you gotta check out that gunk later, bro. It's just it's called the gunk. <laughs> <laughs> that's an entirely you different you didn't bet your new yeah. slang word yeah oh man this game's the gunk yo Woo! <laughs> let's fucking go that's that's 2023's uh word of the year yeah that's when this game's so successful it becomes game of the year then they just start calling it the gunk <laughs> what happens then what's that anyways uh let's take a break then we'll come back and we'll talk all the oh. big games unless there's more news co you seem to have, have a thing. Revelization. revelization. Just a random thing. The, the inertia oh, system word. in Tarkov, the inertia of force on your character from walking and spray, uh, strafing, sprinting, sharps, turns during sprinting, things like that, is dependent on the weight of equipment and the strength skill of the character. So they finally added a system where if you have a ton of stuff on you, like your character's going to feel like you have a ton of stuff on you. Huh. So that's, I think, going to be the big change. Movement speed decreases during sharp turns while sprinting. Longer it takes to speed up and slow down. Like it's gonna be a big. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm ready to see like like naked dudes with backpacks. Like you know, yeah, like, is that what's gonna happen? Oh, maybe. Well, it's gonna be interesting. It's it's gonna have to. It like you're really gonna have to think about what you take into loot runs now because now it's like. To get out quicker, you will want to have less heavy gear on. You're going to want to take lighter weaponry and things of that nature. So I'm assuming what's on your character 
um, counts towards the weight limit. And in that case, it's like getting in and getting out is going to be better with less gear on, right? Or lighter gear, which is kind of interesting. Hmm. Well, if if that like makes it makes cause like Barry said in the, in chat for a someone who doesn't need to really shoot all that well and just is the the carrier of the equipment. He's the runner. I got a roll. I can the mule. Off that. <laughs> the mule. Yeah. <laughs> Protect the asset. Oh. Protect the asset. Um, I'm coming, actually, guys. <laughs> the loot goblin. Yeah, the loot goblin. You're, you're the like, donkey from Dungeon Junk feet. lady pack on my back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Um, we actually can talk a little bit more about, uh, and it's not really a game because I don't think anyone's played it uh, in, in terms of like, but we can now talk more about uh, Rumbleverse, yeah. which really is it, is, it is Fortnite without aiming. It is wrestling Fortnite. Like, basically, they're trying to take everything that made Fortnite popular, and they're now putting it in a melee-centric, kind of wrestler-focused game. Um, I'm pretty sure since it's out, I can say I've played it. Actually, pretty fun. Like, it's, yeah. it's pretty wild. You don't have to aim nearly as much. Uh, there's a throwing mechanic and stuff, but it's not, like, it's not, su- it, it, it's very soft-locky, so, you're, you know, it's not too bad there. Um, and it really is, like, combo-y. Like, you have to actually, like, do combos and have super moves where you pick them up in the air and swirl them around and slam them down. You climb up high on buildings, and the longer it takes to get to the ground, if you jump off it, the more damage you do if you hit somebody. So it's actually, it's an interesting spin on it. Uh, yeah. I may actually play it for fun when it comes out, because I, as somebody who, like, was kind of tired of BRs, it's different enough to be, like, actually kind of fun. It's just, yeah. it's, it's goofy, very goofy. Yeah, Zeke, I, I think you would actually like it. Uh, I I, oh, yeah. I took Friday off, and so I watched Lyric play for I don't know four or five hours straight, oh. uh, and I was laughing the entire time because, like Co said, he would he'd be at the top of the tower or something, and he'd go over and grab someone, and then suplex them and just fall all the way off of a skyscraper, yep. and then they would land on the ground and take like nine hundred damage or some shit, and they, they only have like oh, wow. a thousand at the start. Oh, oh, okay. And for the record, for people saying it's an ad, no, 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 no. I I'm apt. I've I was actually skipped over. For the sponsored stuff, so I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure they went after like Fortnite players and stuff. Yeah, like that. Lyric was sponsored, um, I, but yeah, I was given an early look at it, which is completely different. I, I actually was not allowed to stream it, um, and they just they just like said, you know, hey, do you want to see this game we're doing? And I said, sure. So I played a little beforehand. But no, I've done zero sponsored stuff, and as of now, have zero sponsored. For, I wish I was. I would totally take a sponsored stream for it <laughs> because like I had fun playing it. Uh, but no, I have not done much. Yeah, yeah, and that, also that's cool. It bears repeating again and again and again that just because we're sponsored by something they do not pay us to say nice things about it true right yeah yeah, yeah. that is being sponsored doesn't mean you're a, you're a walking commercial or a talking commercial about it whenever you whenever it's brought up <laughs> you know i kind of wish this was one of those things where uh it's another situation of the vods being deleted kind of rules uh, runs sorry ruins this idea I wish that anytime we talked about sponsored streams, people were like, oh, well, you're paid to, you know, say nice things that I just had my uh, For Honor VOD to link to. Because <laughs> 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 I think I would quite literally say, like, this game's fucking dog shit. <laughs> like, don't fucking <laughs> buy this game. It's fucking trash. And I was just pissed for like an hour. And you could just watch the VOD and see me pissed while also being sponsored. <laughs> yeah. It was great. It was great saying, like, this game's fucking trash. By the way, guys, if you want to pick up two or four honored, you can do so on the Ubisoft store. <laughs> Available now. Well, yeah. I, I, 
I got I got a soft spot in my heart for For Honor because that's how I met uh, Aquaman. So I met a uh, uh, Cal Drogo. Oh right, that's right. Oh, they did that giant <laughs> thing. That's right, they did that giant. Yeah. Was that an E three? Or was that? No, no, it was a, it was his own thing. Oh, it was its own it was Ubisoft thing. Stripping was there too. Event, I remember that. Then, yep. That game's still going, man. They're still pushing it. there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was. I mean, my enjoyment is not indicative of how that game's actually like very well liked. Uh, and that did still like Coastal does very well. Still chugging along. Yeah, yeah. They're still pushing updates for that. So, anyways, did Strippin win that event? That's what my chat just said. Did they end up winning that yeah. event? Zeke, do you remember? Yeah, we we our team won. Oh, oh, okay. Event. Like we won. had a team of four, and I still somewhere uh, in my my costume bag box, like crate or whatever. I still have they they gave us a leather crown. Like it looks, it's made of leather and it has like uh, vines or antler looking like you know the the tines of the crown. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Nice, nice. <laughs> Chad said JP's experience was like co in in Dark Alliance. Oh, uh, yeah, I was. I <laughs> was. That was rough. Dark dude. Alliance was, was. I had a lot of fun with that sponsorship because, the, like, I didn't. I enjoyed that game because it was so bad. Right? Like, me and Dan played together on that one, and we would just like pull the boss, get it to one percent HP, and then it would just reset for no reason. I think that was one of the only streams where where someone was like, "Hey, Co, would I like this game?" And I said, "Well, you know, you'd probably like this game if you enjoy bad games." Yeah, yeah, it's fun. I think every streamer has one sponsored thing where it just doesn't go well. Co's got his Dark Alliance. I've got my For Honor. Zeke, what's your what's your one sponsor game that didn't go well? Uh, there. I mean, no, nothing to was, that extent. I guess there's never been a real disaster, but like, there's been s several games that were really disappointing. Like on the box, like I looked at them because they, you know, they said like, "What do you feel about this game?" Oh, the Cock Show. What you about the Cock Show? That was that's probably your your sponsored thing wouldn't it be oh the coke oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh my god i forgot about that oh, oh yeah that oh was, dude that, that clip was nightmarishly bad i was providing more entertainment than they were dude. because i was actually showing the fucking game they were talking about <laughs> instead of just having them talk about it there's clips so still bad. to Fuck this day sake. that run at the end of my stream during our uh like subscriber shout out of me making fun of the two of you as you watch that show with your cameras so on screen bad. and be just laughing hysterically. It was great. I know someone came in, yeah. you remember someone came in and told me that you were watching. So yeah. I took a screenshot of myself and just left it in the corner <laughs> yeah. while, while I got up and left. It's great. That that was a fun for me. That I still was a can't believe thing. like for you guys. That it was, was awful. such an incredible disconnect. Whoever whoever thought that they should pay streamers to watch that. Like that was, that was bad. Yeah, that was no, that, real, that's the only way people bad. would watch it. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, not no, Marvix. That. that was that was a that was the sponsorship I learned from. I did absolutely take a sponsorship for Civilization Beyond Earth, and at the time, the management team that I was under was like, "Yeah, you know, just just we'll just take the sponsorship and and you can do what you want." And I was like, "Okay." So the sponsorship was for like eight hours. Damn, and which Ooh. is which is a long time especially if you're not sure about a game yeah. so after like hour two i definitely was like no like I, i'm sorry like i i messaged him and i was like i'm not having fun chat knows i'm not having fun like i can't i can't keep doing this and and they were 
what I later found out is they were, they told me that they were unhappy with everything and like, it wasn't cool and everything. But then I later found out that I was told that I could like play and I didn't like it, whatever. But then the company was told he's doing eight hours. So it's like, oh, there was a, a very big disconnect there. And uh, which was very unfortunate. And uh, yeah, I, I definitely just, I think that's the only sponsorship I've just like straight up ne- like not done. Like that was it. I think that's the only one I've, I've ever just stopped on. Yeah. But it also made me a lot more wary about choosing sponsorships. That was, there's a huge part these days about being a streamer is making sure you pick stuff that you're going to have fun playing, oh, yeah. genuinely enjoy and want to do. And, you know, so that was, yeah, that was a big one. Well, it, it's really difficult when the, when, uh, it's a it's a new game like it's an uh, unreleased game and yeah. you're playing it on release day or a day after release or something like that like i've had several games i mean a handful a few three or four where i, I looked at the like the sponsorship was like here uh, just for example i did a the the um um boxing it was a um, Apollo creed or oh, it was just creed it was I creed boxing creed. or whatever yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, this looks great. And it's a box game. I know all, I've seen all the movies. I love them. They're, you know, they're great movies. And then I got to the game and I was like, this game is, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. Everything worked, but it was so fucking simple. Like, it was like three buttons to push every fight. I was just like, whoa, (laughs) I did not, because it looked good too. Graphically, it was fine. And it had all the characters you wanted. And I was just, it very disappointed in how like that two hours kind of drug a little bit yeah oh yeah and well and also with the sponsor stuff like sometimes we have to take risks and some and we have to we have to weigh the pros and cons like for instance i turned down directly a sponsorship for guardians of the galaxy hmm. i was like i was like the gameplay didn't look super great and after marvel avengers like that's not i know that's not for me i know that's not something i want to play because i'm not i'm not really into it so i don't have that little bit to kick me over so i turned down guardians of the galaxy and then like four days later, it was like, man, this game is awesome. And then I tried it. It took me an hour to be like, gonna take <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh, that was, because mm. Marvel is traditionally like, they're, they're, a, they're a well-off company. They, yeah. they definitely treat their streamers right that, that do that. So I was just like, oh, that was, that was definitely a, that was one of those things that didn't really work out, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's got one for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll spend the rest of the show talking about stuff we've played. Uh, Halo Infinite. Uh, I finished uh, Endwalker. Ko's uh, hit, uh, let's say, a point. <laughs> I, I know where you're I, at, so yeah. I, I know where you're at. Uh, and Endwalker, that game's going to be kind of hard to talk about for me, to be honest. Uh, but we'll get to why. And uh, Zeke's obviously played a shit ton of games. And so we need to, to catch up on all of the stuff that Zeke has played. So we've got some time. And uh, we'll do that right after this quick break here on Drop Frames. So we'll be right back here on our, I guess, brand new time of uh, Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern. All right. We got to keep, we got to start saying that. I got to change all the graphics and everything. Jeez. Actually, now that I think about that, I do have to change a lot of shit. I'm going to look into that. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Going into the second half here of the old drop frames. Uh, let's talk games for a bit. The new drop. The new drop frames. That's true. On our new time and date, Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern. Every time I want to do it. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I know. We should. Drop frames extravaganza happening at the Metro Park. 
Come on down. You'll pay for the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. We've got our voiceover. Now I need to pay for the animation. And uh, there we go. So expect that in 2023. Uh, I wonder if Sunday, Sunday, Sunday is copywritten like. Uh, I don't uh, know. It's time or let's get ready to rumble. Let's see. Is Sunday, Sunday copyrighted? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sorry, copyrighted. I don't think it is. Okay. There's a lot of songs that include the word Sunday, but none of them uh, with that, you know, three word Sunday phrase. Can we license that from you too? Maybe. Well, I'll, you know, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. We'll see what happens. Uh, You can make a very good radio DJ. You're right, I would. Welcome back, everybody. I would be a good DJ for the Drop Frames radio show. I think a lot of streamers would actually be great radio DJs. Because in a lot of ways, that's actually what we do. <laughs> Come to think of it. so You know yeah. you know that uh, I, I actually, actually have a friend uh, who I did improv with in Billings. So it's the, he's the morning show for a radio station there. Yeah. And uh, they actually have a term for what you do to have voice like that um the typical radio dj voice they call it puking on the mic puking? yeah it was a little pu- yeah it was just it's just a slang term that that djs use or radio shows like people use like yeah that sounded a little pukey like Weird. when you're like you're, you're puking on the mic a little bit beat it you're talking like this huh I know. I was like, oh, that's a weird term for it, but okay. That's a weird term for it. Yeah. Now, Zeke, can you please introduce uh, to our viewers what a radio is? <laughs> yeah. No shit, right? <laughs> oh, it's the no, noise the knob is... in the drivey car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, the thing is, like, I I, uh, I have a vehicle that's a, it's a 2010, so it's it's fairly older vehicle. Yeah. It, it does not have um, a, an auxiliary uh, an ox cable, cable. Or, yeah. or, or Bluetooth or anything like that. So, uh, I, I, first, first ride I took with my wife, she's like, all right, how do I connect to your radio? I'm like, just listen to the radio. <laughs> like with the commercials, I'm like, that's what radio is. Yeah. 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 So, with, with the commercials. Up until, uh, probably 2013 until the car literally was leaking gas when I took it into the shop and they said, you're not going to one, get this car the fuck out of my garage. And two, it's, it's seen its last day. Uh, I used to take my phone, put it as loud as I could, and put it in the center console of my Jeep, and that's how I listened to music. <laughs> ah. I actually got I actually got pulled over in Texas once uh, because I was fiddling with the volume button, and you're not supposed to touch your phone in Texas and drive. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, random random side story. Uh, oh yeah, uh, my car, my my vehicle. Uh, it's a, it's a Nissan Frontier. It it does have a CD player, but CDs. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, Zeke, let's start with you. Where should we? Yes. Uh, what uh, Lost Judgment? I know you've been playing a lot of sure. that. We haven't talked. Do you want to talk some Lost Judgment? Sure. Okay. I finish How, that up. Yeah, I got to find a vod that's not spoilery. So let me go all the way back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not really spoilery if you can't context. Any I mean, context? It, it sort of is. The subtitles might spoil it. Gonna say if you're not listening to it, but if you read it, I guess. Um, but uh, lost judgment. Now I felt I felt bad uh, towards the towards the middle to the end of playing this because a lot of the uh, and also I've been saying Gotaku wrong. It's Gotoku. 
I've been saying it with an A in there, but it's not. Um, but the Goto- oh. Gotoku games, um, they are a lot. There's a lot of side co- content now. They're they're the the Like a Dragon, Yakuza, Judgment. They're the studio that makes those games. Now the side content is like more than half of the game content. Uh, more often than not, like it's you know, uh, however thirty thirty hour main story, and then. The side content like adds another at least thirty, if not a little bit more, if you want to do you know your completionist or whatever. Yeah. Um, and you don't like skip over dialogue. But I felt bad because the game I I hit a spot where the game was still new enough that people hadn't played it that wanted to play it, or uh, they uh, um, it was it wasn't like in the rear view where I could bring it back to people who had already played it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and have like, and have that, that like reliving vibe. Like they had just finished it. So yada, yada. Right. Um, so it wasn't doing well viewership wise, like more often, like usually those games do pretty well for me. Like I can keep a, a pretty steady amount when I was playing the Yoxy games and, a, you know, like a dragon, all that shit. This game just hit a spot, hit a sour spot or something like that. And uh, so I had to skip, I didn't have to, but I chose to like, just do the main story. And, uh, Sure. Kinda, I missed out on uh, a lot of the side content, the school stories, and all that kind of shit. That being said, the main story was fan-fucking-tastic. It was really, really well done. Really well written. Um, I did half of the game in the original Japanese language, and then I did the, the last half of it uh, with English voiceovers. Both, were, both had merit. Uh, the Japanese, obviously, it fits better, because that's how they make the game, with, with the Japanese dialogue in mind. Um, but the English VO by no means was was bad or or it was it was excellent. It's very good. Um, it's like the difference between like an A plus and an A, you know. Um, so yeah, fear not if you want to do it with English dubs. Uh, but it the way the story unraveled, the way the mysteries were uh, revealed. Um, and figured out and stuff like that. Uh, it all made sense, which a lot of mystery or whodunit games, they fall into a pitfall of uh, a lot of like Deus Ex Machina. Like they're explaining it with something supernatural or something of that nature. And I hate it, hate it when they bring up something like that out of nowhere. Um, this game did not. It, everything was explained, everything made sense. Um, it was it was a nice peek into the Japanese cultural like judicial uh, system as far as uh, what uh, what what is traditionally uh, not allowed but what traditionally happens within the court system like in, awesome. in Japan and this is what I this is all like what I've been told and re- reconfirmed by many many different people is if you get arrested and you actually get to a trial, the conviction rate is some ungodly, like 90-something, yeah, like 97% conviction rate if you actually go to a trial. Because they don't want to try you if, if they're not almost positive that you did it, right? Um, and that sets up, like, this game. Uh, without spoiling anything, and it's great to, like, it, it was a fun, like, to unravel like 
Why would they do that? Oh, oh, that's why. Because they don't want, like, the courts in, in Japan, like, the last thing they want to do is be incorrect, be proven wrong, or something like that. And that's, like, the the gist of the whole thing. And it's great. It was wonderful. Did you just pull um, out a gun to listen to these two people in the middle of the street? <laughs> Look at it, JP. Come on. Unless that's a fucking laser ray gun. No, it's, it's just like, it's like four feet away from him. And you're like, but yeah, right, I am real close. Yes. I was real close to him. You're right. <laughs> and I'm going to go to the plague, by the way. Oh, this yes. Is, the this plague. Is a restaurant called Plague. That's that's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's fantastic. Like one of the better written, written stories in uh the gotoku universe like i really really enjoyed it um was it where does it like a lot of people will ask where does it place in the the lexicon yeah um i would say in the upper half like however many games are what there's uh eight yakuza games and two judgment games right pretty sure that sounds right zero through seven yeah if you count like a dragon and then two judgments so i would say it's definitely in the in the top four of those but it's yeah it's really really good um and oh god the 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 way it runs with that dragon engine oh it's using that engine that's awesome oh god this the smoothness the the way the look at this i'm glad you got on this thing because this is it's beautiful how 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 smooth it looks with those chairs god damn those are yeah, heavy yeah. ass chairs too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and the, uh, you'll notice if you play the game, uh, you'll notice little things. If if you're a uh, someone who who will stop and look at like scenery and whatnot, there are little things you'll notice that, uh, and I, I probably said this too many times, but. There was a scene in in uh, in a like a basement where the light you could see the light behind the character that was talking, and in the light you could see like the little gnats or oh, whatever, yeah. like kind of just like fuzz or fuzz whatever, just like kind of flying around like behind. And it was like it's those it's those little things that you see like oh my god because I remember when I played Senua's Sacrifice. Um, hellblade uh and uh i stopped and i was like wait a minute and i went and i kind of like tried to zoom in on uh the main character's dreadlocks and then you could see like the dreadlocks weren't like perfect there was like hairs you know that weren't like totally dreaded in yeah i was like wow that's a really cool detail because that's what dreadlocks you know uh look like if especially if you're white person like they they have flyaways um and I was like, that's a really cool detail. Just like this, this game has a lot of those. And it's really, really fun. Um, and the music, as always, as you'd come to expect, <laughs> is fantastic as well. Yeah. Um, definitely a contender for, even even though I didn't play the uh, much of the side content, it's still like definitely a contender for games of the year, for sure. Right. Co, uh, did you end up playing this? I did. I played it all the way through on release. Was that? Were you on your break? Is that why we never talked about this game? I 
think. Because uh, I think this is maybe. the first time we've talked about it on the show, but it's been out for a while. So oh, yeah, I, dude, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I thought it, it was everything the first game was and more. I, I, I completely echo pretty much everything Zeke's been play, or Zeke's been saying about it. The, the new kind of style and everything, the way it fits in is great. There's a ton more side content in this one. I'm kind of sad I didn't get to it. There was, just like Zeke was saying, a huge amount of side stuff in this one. Uh, there's this one school area in the game, and people have said, like, just doing all the school quests is equivalent to most games' main stories in terms of content. Jeez. Uh, and it's just, like, lo- localized to that thing. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it, was, it was a fantastic addition. The main story was really, really good. And uh, like Zeke was saying, it was really interesting to see because it's very different in Japan how they handle the legal system in here. It is, it, is a, it is a night and day difference in a lot of ways. A lot of similarities and a lot of just complete differences. So it was it was really cool getting kind of like a, a, a behind the scenes look at how that all thing how that all works. Since they're lawyers, so they're kind of like in the back doing all the the dirty work, so to speak, um, which is actually really clean in Japan. Funny enough. So yeah, <laughs> it was uh, it was really good. Really good. Uh, you guys might know. Do they have defense t- attorneys there, and do they just like give up? Like, how does that work? Oh, they absolutely do. There's the there's prosecutors and defense attorneys. Like the you you actually play the person defending. But what was really interesting oh. in this game is. This is not like, this is not, well, I don't, I want to talk about it, but at the same time, I don't want to spoil it too much, but I'm pretty sure in the initial trailer, you see this where Here, I'll put the this big up just issue. In case. Okay. Thank you. The big issue in this game is that you are defending somebody who is guilty of a crime. And as, and the big thing about that is there being, once you're prosecuted for that crime, like that's it. Like you're, it's in the books as you're, that's what you've done. This is now like confirmed canon essentially. Like you have mm-hmm. done this and going back on that is incredibly hard in Japan because it basically shows that the system is flawed and they don't want to show the system's flawed. So the huge thing in this game is the fact that you're defending this person for this crime that is pretty obviously pretty obvious that they've committed it. And then during the crime, the guy stands up and basically says, I know about this murder that no one mm-hmm. else knows about that happened in this, this place that, that it's not public information yet boom yeah and because he's doing this at his trial where they've essentially committed him to doing this crime then there's no possible way he could have been involved in this other crime and the entire and then then everyone's like oh shit what do we do because it's like and that's and that's where like the whole thing starts becoming like this really deep thing because it's like how does this guy know what's the justice system going to do about it they can't go back on it at least convicted you know, and it's just it'll just get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So it's it's a it's and a that's very one of the first, interesting journey. That's that's one of the first things in the game, like first like chapter one yeah. stuff. So yeah, cool, cool. Is this also really on? Cool. I'm gonna take spoiler thing off. Is this also on uh, Game Pass or no? I I know I know like every so. mainline game is. I don't know if the Judgment series is though. Um. PlayStation 4, 5, Series X, Series S, and 1, but I don't think it's on Game Pass. No. Okay. All right. It, chat was saying it was, but it is not anymore. And now it's on PS Now or something? I don't know. But I, didn't even, it, I didn't know it ever was. Yeah. Somebody in chat said the twist is super good. Dude, there's lots of twists in this one. <laughs> like that, And that's one of the things that are really fun. Yeah. Like, there is no twist in this one. There's, like, like every twist is flanked by other twists that you then got <laughs> twists to get to. Like, and that's one of the things that I love about Ryu Gagotoku is that, that most of their games are not like, there are aha moments, but there's almost, almost always multiple aha moments 
and they keep those moments coming to the end. A lot of times they'll give you a fake aha moment where it's like, you think you know what's going on. And then all of a sudden later, like so it turns out that's all wrong. And then it's, but yeah, it's, it's, they're a lot of fun. They've, they've really gotten to a point with lost judgment where you can tell that Ryu Gagotoku has, has, they've gotten this down. Like they, they really know how to tell these stories and they do it in a really great way. Yeah. Uh, super emotional moments in the story as well, which are really cool. We did not cover a lot of the news around uh, that studio, but they've had some changes. Uh, oh yeah. Recently, like didn't uh, a couple people left for Nexon and like uh, some yeah. of the leadership has stepped up or something like that. Or some, some lower people have stepped up. Do, do you know the full some people tried to make the announcements dramatic? By saying that, like, like at one point, I think like the creative lead for the Yakuza franchise left to a mobile game developer and stuff. And, yeah, to and, all, and, and they tried to kind of like some folks were some some publications also were spinning it kind of like you know oh what's going to go on with the series and stuff like that. Dude, at the end of the day, it's it's just money. Like it's very clear that these like they left for mobile game dev giant mobile game dev studios in high positions. It's pretty clear they were just offered a ton of money and then went to get the money. Like I I don't think it speaks too highly of what's going on. Um, okay. especially when you consider that these games at this point especially have have they're really really good at it and, and tons of people going to making these so i wouldn't be too concerned um from what we've seen so far yeah it's yeah. not it's not a uh blood at what it was it vampire the masquerade bloodline situation <laughs> where are like the heart and soul is leaving you know like it's 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 no means like that gotcha uh, uh and the one the one thing that I did notice that if if you are a uh, main story quest player that doesn't like you you don't go in for side content. Uh, there's not a lot of game towards the last half of it. It's walk to a place, cutscene time. Walk to a place, cutscene time. There's some there's some <coughs> pardon me. Um, there's some fights here and there, but. It's a lot of movie. Like, it's good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's good. But there's not a lot of uh, interaction. Not a lot of stuff to do uh, if you're just doing main story quests. Got it. Very okay. true. But, uh, it, and, and like Zeke was saying, not only is it good, but like, especially with how complex the story is at the end, it's needed. Like, there, by the time you get to the end of Lost Judgment, there are not only multiple storylines moving in parallel, but there are like a, there is a cast of characters and like <laughs> making sure you understand what's going on in all of them is pretty important to kind of unwinding the knots that they've presented that they've kind of tied together throughout the show yeah. uh, also quick note someone brought this up in chat and this is a good point to mention another kind of thing that happened with this particular series unfortunately is people are are now a little bit concerned about the future of judgment even the lost judgment apparently did okay if not well it was good but well received um but apparently the lead guy Yagami, the Japanese version, who is not only the VA but also the actor, um, that advertising agency is apparently like pretty. The, the reason it's not on PC is because they just like completely don't want that happening at all. And there's a reason, uh, another reason that there's not even any karaoke because they don't want to give the rights of him singing. So like apparently they've they've gotten to a point where it's like an impasse, and and now they're to the point where they're like we don't know if we want him participating in future stuff. Um, but that's one of the reasons it's not on PC. That's one of the reasons there's no karaoke. They've apparently put their foot down, and uh, Ryu Gagotoku was not super jazzed about it. Yeah, like, that, that's how I found talent. out. Like when I was bitching about there being no karaoke, that's how I found out that this guy, the main character, is like a, a big like singer. 
that's the thing he's a big major singer so they were worried about having him like for licensing stuff and everything they didn't want him like doing his thing in this game and it became a big deal yeah yeah crazy yeah they they could just pull a kiryu and 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 uh change the character change change him out yep (laughs) change out the main character they could hey as long as they keep greg chun i'm happy (laughs) just make sure they keep they now i don't know if it's rumors or it's actual fact but kaito like is is your like he's your tough ex yakuza buddy best friend and he is fucking awesome throughout the series he reminds me he's a little bit like me like why are we talking let's just fucking fight these guys god (laughs) you know like he's that kind of guy and uh there's a dlc right he is getting a dlc so that is confirmed i'm okay i've seen multiple people that it's getting confirmed that I would definitely love a game with him because he's ex Yakuza, which means he's he's you know badass, but he's not here. You like I was thrown into this life, uh, you know, like the, the grizzled. Yeah. Exactly, he's he's happy. Here you was not someone I would describe as happy, like ever. Yeah. <laughs> like he smiled like three times throughout eight games or seven games. Um, but uh, this guy Kaito. And he loves life. Just look at his shirt, dude. He wears the most, the baddest ass, like satin orange, like paisley shirt. God, <laughs> beautiful. I've, I've been looking for that shirt forever. I can't find it anywhere. Uh, I can find approximations, but I really want that shirt. So if you know what that shirt is, let me know. Kaido's um, the guy you want to go out drinking with. Like he, he's yeah. like his whole spiel is like before big cases. He gets everyone together. And he's like, who wants to go get drunk? And they just like go out and get plastered the night before <laughs> and stuff. He's a pretty great character. Yeah. Nice. But I'd love to see Kaito. If if they can't get uh, um, uh, Yagami back, the the voice actor for Yagami, I would definitely play a, a, and look forward to a Kaito Judgment for sure. Awesome, cool. And that uh, that game, just so everyone, that's sixty dollar game, right? Full price. It's not a forty or anything like yes. that. It's sixty. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Looking on this, it yep. says it's down to thirty. Oh, it might be I don't know sale. If that's accurate. It might be on sale somewhere. A bunch of oh yeah it's right now on amazon the playstation 5 version is 30 bucks oh yeah it's 50 percent off right now for the for the playstation i don't know why but yeah good timing oh yeah yeah that works out totally worth it if you do the side content this is one of those games where you will get back your value in spades like there's hundreds of hours of things to do in this game if you choose to do everything actual hundreds of hours sweet so uh Someone, uh, Darth Vader, in my chat went and looked it up. I did completion total thirty point seven percent. How long did you just play? doing the main? Oh. just doing the main story quest. Quick note: some people that are hearing about this game for the first time are saying, "Would you play the original Judgment first? Absolutely. Um, this the the original Judgment is the same cast of characters. You get a whole lot of fantastic backstory. Some of the characters in two, you you meet in one in some very important ways and and play one to two and you'll see what i'm talking about but yeah i would absolutely recommend lost uh, judgment's a great game judgment one is a fantastic game on its own so you definitely would want it. even if you just play one for the main story and then really do a big run in two do one for the story at least cool and it's just great it's just a great game awesome stuff <laughs> yep it said one uh, 147 out of 494 quests completed Holy <laughs> I was. I think that was probably more than me. Damn, it's a lot. It's a well, I, I did. I did complete the golf game. That's the one thing I I made sure to do. I made sure to do that in every one. And uh, I just. I just kind of wish. 
that they would they would change it up a little bit from game to game because it was the same golf game in in the previous uh, version, same batting cage game in the previous version. Like, I wish they would change it up a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's so much cheaper for them to copy paste it. <laughs> like, yeah. they, in in their mind, if it works, you know, like if yeah. people loved it, yeah. Like, I, I feel the same way about um, they they had different courses and stuff, but the uh, the drone racing was also like. Yeah. you know the drone racing and stuff like that but, yeah. no i and uh, the darts game i wish they would have fleshed that out a little bit too like i love the competitive darts game you can play by yourself or i'm guessing if someone's with you you can play with them but like in previous games they had like someone standing there like hey you look pretty good at darts here for a game and it would get progressively harder to beat the, the next person in line so i wish they would have done that too <laughs> and karaoke karaoke above all though <laughs> A, it's a fan favorite of of the yakuza series i think for sure yes karaoke is amazing yeah uh let's talk some halo uh i'm about two to three hours from finishing it so i'll let co take the lead since you have finished it uh and i'll try oh. to find some footage of you maybe early on in the game uh but what were you gonna say uh well how about we talk about gameplay this episode and and story next episode uh yeah that's fine i mean we, we can go yeah we can we can do a spoiler so i would love to, I, for some reason i thought you'd finish it i'd love to talk about the I'm story but close. i'd rather not i'd rather not even say a word until you're done with it yeah i i mean i'll say the story for me i tweeted this yesterday i think this is definitively 343's best halo from a story perspective and i think it's probably one of the best halos from a story perspective as well for me it doesn't have at least like big bombastic moments that much in terms of what you would expect from halo but uh storytelling has been awesome like i'm i yeah. i had to force myself to stop playing last night so i didn't do another fucking 10 hour stream for the like 11th day <laughs> in and wake up worry, yeah, no shit. spoilers we're not yeah. spoiling it don't yeah. worry it's great it, if you uh have any issues about 343's past attempts at halo and you're worried about that going in don't worry about it it's great they know what the fuck they're doing uh this time around for sure it's really and really good i'm gonna take the other side of it this is my favorite halo in terms of gameplay oh like, i agree I, too fact, yeah out of all of them out of every halo i have played 100%. this one to me by far is the most i i, I agree. feel like Without the question. other halos were great and having just played all of them in my franchise run i'm pretty they're pretty fresh in my mind the other halos were fun don't get me wrong but in terms of sheer enjoyment I have not enjoyed a Halo game nearly as much as Halo Infinite. The gameplay is phenomenal. The grappling hook is awesome. The, the fact that you're able to choose how you engage with encounters is fantastic. The upgrade system is great. The op it totally caters to open world. Like the, the entire game works so well with the open world format. Because not only does it make you like give you actual good incentive for exploring around the world and doing stuff, but on top of that, like um with with the with the meaningful upgrades and such. But on top of that, it, it feels so much more like your story. Yeah. Like it feels so much more interesting because you're actually like deciding what you do when and how you how you go about it. And, you know, are you going to go straight in? Are you going to go around the side? Are you going to just grapple up to the main objective, which I did a few times? Like it, it all depends on what you want to do and how you want to do it. And um, on top of that, I it, it it's beautiful. So that also really helps with that. God, too. But yeah, gorgeous. In, yeah. In terms of sheer enjoyment, Halo Infinite for me is is the most I've enjoyed a Halo game out of all the halo games it's it's very very good um I, I the first day i definitely i think everyone right like open world halo is just a thing that you're not 
it, it it's not a thing that you would think would ever work and they through what seemed like and what has been written about constant iteration made it work uh and and i really enjoy and want to echo everything you just said and and really put a a highlight on that grappling hook because man is that like one of the best things in games this year (laughs) it's so fun yeah it really is to just walk around i'm not i'm not gonna lie man it's so good I was a little worried going over those game of the year categories. I was like, I wonder if me and JP are both going to say the grappling hook in Halo is like one of the best. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Man, it's I that's so gonna be a good. Thing. Like yeah, it's it's great. It's it, great. It, it's it's also hilarious at the same time. Uh, I I often find myself when I'm out in the open world, doing the open world and just playing, that I'm putting myself in the covenant covenant shoes and or the the brute shoes or whoever the enemy shoes and thinking like. So are they just seeing fucking Master Chief like swing from mountain to mountain and like scale up the side of this giant forerunner mountain? It really so- is a demon. Look yeah. at that shit. What is like what are humans supposed to move like that? It's Why so does any other one else? Why don't they all move like that? Like what is going on? Yeah. The best <laughs> advice I can give you if uh if you haven't started playing Halo yet, you should. It's on Game Pass. You can just grab it. The campaign uh is yeah. as well as the multiplayer. Um, get the first grappling hook upgrade as soon as possible, which is a 40% reduction of its cooldown. And then just go wherever the fuck you want. Cause you can find a mountain and just straight up shoot straight and just keep going all the way till you're at the top of the mountain. Uh, and it kind of like, in a lot of ways it breaks the game, but in a lot of ways it's still incredibly fun when you do that as well. So it, it's uh they they mm. like there's a very thin line where i think it's always fun but you can definitely get a sniper and go to the top of a mountain and like snipe important people on the map and never yes. get into a fight with them at all especially the named guys yeah um like like one of the things that i kept doing was was getting into high places for the named guys and like i would just like i'd go to go to a forward base pop out a rocket launcher yep and then I just go to the top and I just like fire a few rockets down. And before I even get there, it's like, okay, well, cool. The target's down. Just <laughs> clean up a little bit. And, uh, and the weapon's yours. And it's just like, oh, okay. But at the same time, like, here's the thing. It, it absolutely makes things easier by giving the player the choice to do that. You obviously don't have to do that if you don't want to. But at the same time, the whole game is kind of designed for it. Like, you can tell that in, in every place you can get to, all the places you can go, like, they expected people to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think it would have made a much bigger deal if they did that poorly like even the quests are are designed where like they have mechanisms so you can't always just like rope around them and go inside like they'll have drop pods pop outside of it or maybe they have hard enemies waiting in front of it like they, you can kind of tell that I'm, I'm guessing in playtesting there was that one guy that always just tried to grapple <laughs> wherever he needed to and skip all the content and it seems like they got around that in a pretty good way there's no, like one thing i noticed um whenever you're approaching objectives and stuff it almost never skips or misses anything because you take weird angles Right, and, and that sounds like it's not a big deal, but there have been other games, especially, and you guys like know the way I play open world MMOs and stuff, where if you don't do it like the right way, it'll break the game. Right, and like there was almost none of that in this game. Um, even no matter how like weird, crazy way I'd approach something or, or from what direction, sometimes right on top of it because there's no fall damage. You just like jump off the top and land right <laughs> in the center stuff. Um, yeah, I so broke it, it once, was, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it was very well made uh, in that regard. Totally, they, the game has like I. Uh, 
especially in the first in the opening of the game the first three missions which are fairly contained and they're not in the open world uh per se i definitely found myself saying like this is triple a gaming like this is what a triple a game is supposed to look and feel like because it really felt unbelievably polished it was like the the greatest graphics the voice acting was incredible all of the story beats hit all of the music hit and it just seemed like they had probably worked on those missions for the past year and a half. It was it was awesome. Uh, and that continues on, I think, throughout any of the story missions that you play oh. throughout the game. And and this is this is something I wanted to address because like I, I got this comment a few times during it because I clearly was really enjoying myself. And chat would would say things, and somebody just said it in chat here, where it's it's weird that Co enjoyed this open world so much, but doesn't like, you know, like the latest Ubisoft games and things of that nature. And I think one of the big things is. Like there, there is a certain thing to say about not only novelty, um, but on top of that, see, like an open world game can be similar to other games, but still have its own spin on it. And especially in later Ubisoft games, they're all the same. And yeah. I've been doing so much of that stuff so often that when I get to, oh, we just had an F. Did we just drop? Did it just drop on your stream only again? <laughs> yep. Neither, <laughs> neither of the other chats are, are saying anything. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that is only how, on your stream how does uh, that even happen I, again same thing as last time i'll uh here i'll toggle it and see if it comes back that's wild that huh. it did that anyway we'll it give should, it a, we'll give it a second here and hopefully it'll it'll come back yeah it should flicker that was that was uh ubisoft Taking it down. They don't want this information got, out. Look, you can't talk shit they're about to, They're trying to restrict me. They got NTFs, NFTs. And People no telling me time to move. I'm not streaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not me. Yeah. It, no, no. This, uh, this is super weird because, like, is it back? I don't even know if it's back yet. Oh, and back. Okay, cool. We back. Yeah. yeah for those that don't know, all I'm doing is broadcasting to JP, and then JP from his house is splitting the stream out well, in different places, which is even weirder. Yeah. And you're not even like broadcasting to me. You're just joining a Zoom call, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just on a Zoom yeah. call. I'm not streaming in air or anything right now. Anyway, to go back to what I was saying. So with, with Ubisoft games, like they they have been doing the same thing pretty much over and over. And they they definitely iterate it a little bit each time, but they they have a formula. So that, like imagine like a mathematical formula. Ubisoft has a formula. And, and every game is essentially 90% that formula with a few different variables. So the thing that's interesting to me so much about a game like, like Halo Infinite is not only are they not following that formula, but they are taking something that was traditionally not this and making it this. And that is doing like, that, that, that is a completely different spin on it. That is a, that is a, a, stand, a relatively standard semi-open world genre, but it's their own unique look on it. And that makes it so much more interesting to me. So like I... I Yes, absolutely. I've gone around open worlds and collected power-up points and unlocked new forward bases. I've done that in a bunch of different games. But it was cool seeing like all the little mechanisms and all the little mechanics and all the things that made like Halo Infinite, Halo Infinite. And because those were all things that I many times hadn't done before, it made the whole experience so much more interesting. So right now, how I feel about Ubisoft games, if they if Halo Infinite uses this exact same open world thing by their fifth campaign and 2029 i'll probably feel the same way about that as i do like if they don't innovate if they don't keep it moving forward and keep it interesting i'll probably feel that way after the nth game like ubisoft has been doing with their open world stuff yeah um but you know this this was interesting it was new i liked how they did it 
Uh, I like their their FOB level up thing. Like that was pretty cool. Like it 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 was it was new and it was interesting. And um and I'm still enjoying it. In fact, I beat the main story and I'm still planning on going back and doing more just unlocks. Dude, it's just fun walking around in that world mm-hmm. shooting people. And I think that for me is where um you know to to do the comparison to other open worlds Ubisoft, whichever one you want to do. Uh I think the gameplay, the gunplay specifically in Halo is is just is more fun to kill and shoot things in a Halo game than it is a Ubisoft game. It's the same feeling that I got. Yeah, yeah. It's the same feeling that I got back in the day from uh, Assassin's Creed. It was just fun walking around stabbing dudes. In Halo, it's just fun walking around running off cliffs like this and killing your teammates. (laughs) You had it coming. Let's be real. Oh, they're they're pieces of shit. I agree. Yep. Uh, and the okay so let, let's talk about some things that maybe aren't the greatest uh the controls on pc when it comes to driving vehicles if you're using a mouse and keyboard they're a little weird they're not exactly perfect they're not like wasd for how you would drive a a car in a lot of other games it's basically you use w and then you like mouse around and that's how you kind of drive and it's not necessarily the best the other big thing that i had uh issue wise in this game was uh bosses i felt like the bosses similar to the experience i had in doom eternal on the hardest difficulty where the bosses are just like giant bullet sponges um and maybe more so in this game than doom eternal uh if you explore the arenas enough they kind of give you hints for effective ways to fight said bosses um, so there's a little bit of like, uh, gameplay puzzlement, uh, I guess in there when it comes to the bosses, but a lot of times, man, they, they just have like pinpoint accuracy of tracking for like a one shot ability and it's fucking shit. <laughs> like it just feels and, not and good. massive, massive ground closers if they're yeah. melee that are like yeah. nearly unavoidable. Yeah. I mean, and I think you're playing on legendary too, right? Yeah. 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 That has a lot. That has a lot. I mean, I think I finished. It has everything to do with it. Yeah. Maybe over 300. Yeah. I mean, I I died so many times in this game, but then, then then again, it was the kind of thing where if you look, if you ran out of cover at the wrong time, like you were just dead, if the right enemy was. And that's legendary, Um, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. But the bosses just feel gross. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that I honestly kind of went in expecting that in a lot of ways. Um, (laughs) Thankfully, my biggest concern is that I was going to run out of ammo on a few, (laughs) on a couple bosses with shields. I was legit like, I am going to run out of guns and not be able to damage this enemy. Um, But again, we'll talk about story stuff next week. Yeah. 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 And that was awesome game. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that was honestly the, the boss issue was more front loaded in the game for me because towards the end, I haven't died on a boss in a while. I'm going to assume that that will change, but I, I've done so much in the open world that you eventually get guns at your fobs that just do more damage or, or are more effective in a lot of ways. Um, but some of those opening bosses are uh, motherfuckers, just absolute pieces of shit, uh, that, that are frustrating as hell. So on legendary on legendary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely on one, one shots galore. Um, but uh, everything else, I would say legendary is like my preferred way to play in terms of open world oh, difficulty. Yeah. It it's great. Like when I die, it's because I was out in the open and I died. There's only been one instance where there's been a uh, in the open world. There's named mobs that you can go and kill, and they have like a special gun that you can then spawn in a fob. 
a forward operating base that you then can just have whenever you want it. And there was one mob in particular that had a rocket launcher that tracks, and that's like the special gun. And I eventually just said, fuck it, you're going to die from a sniper rifle two kilometers away. Because if you get anywhere near them, the rocket would like go over hills and through trees and just track you and one shot you. Uh, and so I just did what I always do and went and got a sniper rifle. So why didn't you just shoot the rocket out of the air? I couldn't. I didn't have enough. <laughs> I, I, I was just can. not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I I was in a respawn death loop so much that even with me playing, the game went back a check mark. Uh, wow! Because <laughs> of how fast it was like spawn dead, spawn dead, spawn up, up, oh, spawn. Oh, okay, we're gonna spawn you back a little bit further before you even see this base. We'll see if you have any luck then. So, yeah. It's great. I absolutely love it. I can't believe they made an open world Halo game uh, that works. And uh, I, I hope we have many more. And I hope that they continue to like iterate on the system. Really interested also, to see how co-op and everything works. Because mm-hmm. having played it, it's going to be real weird to see how they implement that. Uh, and it's it makes gonna be, sense. Like, the big question for me is twofold. First of all, to go back to what you said real quick, just to add a commentary. Uh, legendary haters to open world. Being able to like get behind a rock when your shield goes down and not have enemies like constantly. The only thing that did kind of bug me though is I was really surprised they don't really reduce the damage at all for vehicles, and it made a lot of vehicles like vehicles completely suck. unusable. Yeah, you can't get in. It really like especially like air vehicles when you're talking about pinpoint accuracy and high damage from enemies. Like it, it's I, I kind of wish they'd adjust that a little bit. I feel I like, had it, like vehicles could have like five x the health. It would be fine <laughs> if you get in the like, tank seriously. and die in like four hits. It's like, well, what oh the man, the yeah. You have to, you have to, you have to treat like your your tanks like they're made out of wet paper towels. Yeah, you like, know. Yeah, it's it's a little it's a little rough. Um, but then uh, going to what you're talking about with the with the co-op, because of the way that the game is done, it's going to be really interesting to see. Are they going to actually let players both exist in the same open world, or are they going to use a leash system where like one player has to stay close to the host kind of thing? Yeah, um, because both kind of have some pretty negative aspects when you're dealing with an open world game. Uh, like, for instance, if they do a leash thing, like you couldn't attack from two different sides of a camp, like you know, and stuff like that, which would kind of really be kind of sucky. If it, if there was no leash, then you know you can be just on opposite sides of the world. And how are they going to treat that with checkpoints and stuff? So, lots of questions. I can see why they delayed it because it's not nearly as easy as a co-op experience in a in a standard Halo. Yeah, um, I can too. It's going to be lots of big design decisions you're going to have to tackle. Yeah, and it, it which then lead to mechanical problems, of course. Right, and I don't, I don't think that there's a way that they can do it without pissing off. Oh, absolutely. Someone, someone's going to be pissed. Yeah, th- it's not. 100%. There's not an easy answer to it. It it's it's either going to be something like, you know, you can only spawn into missions co-op. Uh, you can't do the open world aspect of it co-op or all the stuff you just said with like, it's going to have leash because there's no way that like I could be at one end of the map and you could be at one end of the map and it's somehow going to be able to, you know, th- there's so also, many logistical problems. I don't even understand from a game. Design and like in other halos, works. either player hits a checkpoint and the other spawns at them. Right. It's going to be so jarring in an open world environment. Like that would, that would just, that would be so weird. Um, You know, it's basically like both of you run in opposite directions and whoever just randomly triggers a checkpoint first, like, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be strange. It's gonna be strange. I'm interested to see how they're gonna do it. Yeah. Uh I have one final note to mention about Halo Infinite before we leave. Okay. Thank the baby Jesus up in heaven. 
for the grunt dialogue. Oh, it's great. Did you get the rare grunt <laughs> dialogue? Did you get that skull? What? Yeah. No. There's a skull that unlocks. It makes rare dialogue for the enemies more common. And it's incredible. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> My, it's, dude, it's I so like good. there is so much amazing grunt dialogue. Like, I swear, I, I, I probably heard the same thing. It feels like twice. Like, there's so much of it that you almost you almost never think you're hearing the same thing. But like a grunt kills you and it's like, oh my God, I got him. Finally, I got him. Like, like it's just, it, um, there's so much good dialogue. It was, it was like the highlight of my run in a lot of ways was just hearing all the different ways that grunts would, would talk and interact. And it made it feel so alive. And like, there were actually real little dudes running around and oh, it was great. It was just, it was so good. Yeah. So good. There, there's, a, there's so much of just that, like so much polish uh, oh. think, throughout the game. Actually, chat told me that's the one skull I got. I, I just didn't turn it on, but yeah, that's the, the one at the top of the tower. Is, yeah, uh, the it was stuff. it was the Greg uh, show stuff. Yeah, you punched a guitar. Yes. Yeah. Did you I'll Did you that. see the back of the? Did you read the tracks on the track list? Tracks and stuff. Yeah, that's great. Also, a uh, funny other little Easter egg. Did you know that at the very start of the game, you can grapple up to? There's two giant anti-orbital cannons on the top. Okay. And like, like right when you come out of the first area into the open world, you look to the top right and there are these two giant cannons and each of them have two barrels. You can climb up the barrel of the far one, run to the very end of the barrel. There's no prompt. And you hit E. And you pick up the anti-aircraft cannons gun. Oh shit, really? There's no gun on your screen, but anytime you click, a giant artillery shell flies out and kills everything in front of you. Nice. That's fantastic. I didn't there's a lot it's of Easter eggs amazing. in the game. I didn't know that. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. I saw like Oh, it's the Scorpion tank gun. So you basically run around with the Scorpion tank gun. Beautiful. Yeah, as as like your normal weapon. That's that's incredible. Yeah. And it's infinite ammo as well, by the way. Oh, can you keep it with you for the entire playthrough? Or does it replace it through like cutscenes? It huh. replaced a weapon that I picked up. So, I mean, I, I think there's a couple, I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure there's a couple parts of the playthrough where, where you lose your weapons. Um, so I'm guessing in, in those situations, you, you may lose it, but I, I don't, maybe you could, maybe it stays. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. There, there was definitely a lot of stuff. Uh, did you get the, uh, the special pistol that, uh, from like the fob points or whatever? I, f- I think it's called the Ravager Pistol. I forget the name. Chat will tell me in a second. It's the most broken game or broken gun in the game. Like I'm walking oh. up to gold elites and three shotting them. Like that's how strong it is. I fought uh, I okay. fought a boss and it was uh like one uh one magazine or one clip or whatever, whichever one it is, because I still struggle, uh was taking out like an arm of the boss, if that makes sense to you, which I think it does um it was it's crazy broken it's crazy strong um so if you do have access to that pistol uh the striker sidekick that's the name of it you have access to the striker sidekick which i think you unlock from like getting valor points at your forward operating base definitely use it it's so strong that would have been nice (laughs) yeah like it it's making the the later levels in the game for me are uh are much easier because of that so The, the name of that sounds like uh like the, the companion piece, like it's it's the gun you would get your your uh, your kid the striker like the striker. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to take your kid hunting, bring him the striker sidekick. Yeah, 
God, it's, it's small, so good. compact, fits in his little hands. It's so good. <laughs> the other thing, and Co, you, you've played you played a lot of multiplayer, uh, and so I'm curious on your thoughts on this because when it comes to the shooting of this game, I feel like it feels in funny enough, no pun intended, infinitely better than the multiplayer. Like when I'm shooting in this game and shooting at a at a mob, and it headshots, I'm like, right, that was a headshot. Then it goes into multiplayer and I'm, I'm like all over the place. Like I'm not connecting with anything. So I don't know if that's like the AI movement that I've got dialed in because they're not fucking head bobbing. I think like that's this. what it is 90% of the time. Yeah. The, the thing is in this game is the, the enemies generally have two states outside of like some elites and things like that. And that state is they're either moving at a consistent speed at a consistent direction True. or they are planted with their feet on the ground ready for you to fire at them. So I think it's just the fact that like it we're the game feels a lot better because we're able to like categorically get more shots on stuff that we're expecting that helps where in multiplayer, like the meta is to move around as much as possible. And then you factor in this tiniest amount of lag and it just becomes even less of a, more of a crapshoot. Yeah. So that's true. yeah, I, I would say in terms of, of, uh, of feel though, yes, it, it felt better in infinite, but I think that's fine. Yeah. The, the like power fantasy of, of master chief is, is full on. Uh, in this game yeah. when you enter into a room and there's five guys and you hit five headshots and then like grapple on top or something and then slam down next to another it's just it's great oh and the grapple smash oh, oh it's so good oh it's so good yeah. <laughs> it's grapple funny. smashing yeah. a boss for the last bit of their health is just like oh chef's kiss I, I saw a meme uh where it was like okay here's a grapple and then like two hours later and now here's a threat sensor it's like but i have a grapple <laughs> like five hours later and here's a, a thruster yeah, but what about the grapple? <laughs> Why would I use Dude, that? But I have by the grapple. end of the game, outside of boost, I didn't use boost nearly as much as I probably should have because I didn't get the last big power up. And we're not let's not talk about that because it's like and even talking about this is a little spoiler if you don't know the stuff. So, but TLDR, um, I I found myself using pretty much all the tools by the end of the game. Like I would I was keyboarding between one, two, three, like like going through each of the different yeah. ones and, and utilizing uh, them where I could. It it felt really good especially the threat sensors and stuff yes. like threat first time i get to a room it's like i had the two of them so i was right i get to a room boom boom you know like what's here yep. okay let's do it that's exactly um, what like I'm somebody doing. somebody earlier uh in my or later in my playthrough was like man it's so clear he never looks at his radar in the bottom left of the screen i was like i got threat sensors like, <laughs> yeah. like why like screen. i can just put them right there in front of me and I never have to yeah. yeah exactly and I, and I love that i love that because i was i'm never good at utilizing like little tiny quarter elements in games because i if my eyes are down there they're not where they should be it's basically in my is what my brain says exactly so yeah, yeah. like i i love that stuff dude i thought it, i thought it was a great addition yeah yeah it's uh the last thing i'll say is it's going to be really hard uh, nigh impossible for me to go back and play multiplayer because i won't have the grapple constantly like they that needs to be in the next halo that needs to just be a part of his kit uh it's like that good it, it is uh I, in a lot of ways like game defining like the reason this is so fun is because of that fucking grapple uh turns out grapples and games are just always fun regardless of the game i guess but good grapple yeah, yeah. this one nailed it like i, I cannot the, the momentum that you get from it the everything around it the fact that you can use it to bring things to you you just did it right there like it, it's just mm -hmm. you can use it to get escape. away when you screw up yeah <laughs> it's great it's always good it's always good. It's a it's a fantastic uh, addition to the game, and I hope we get to see more of that stuff. Uh, and we'll definitely talk uh, like story focused uh, yeah. next week. 
because <clears throat> I'm, I'm I would love to talk about the ending in particular, but we will wait okay. next. Yeah, I'm probably finishing it up later today. So I think I'm two or three hours out is, is what my chat was saying. So we'll finish it up and talk about it next week. Uh, Zeke, you want to pepper in another game before we jump into some Final Fantasy talk? Sure, love to. Yeah, what's, um, uh, what else have you been playing? I played and finished. Uh, it, it's about an eight-hour game. Happy's Humble Burger Farm. <laughs> oh, okay. Heard of this. Yeah. Uh, you might have seen, uh, I, I played it on uh, Indie Sunday, and uh, I played it for like an hour and a half, and I knew, like, it was, there's a lot more to this game, and I'm going to give it a day, and I'm glad I did. Uh, you might all, might have also seen, uh, I think Soda Poppin played it for a while in front of, you know, 20, 30,000. Um, but Happy's Humble Burger Farm is a, well... Let me just read the blurb. Congrats, you're hired. Serve customers and maintain the Happy's Humble Burger Farm restaurant alone on the overnight. But be careful, things fall apart if you mess up. After work, head home and keep your eyes open for a way to escape the barnyard buds and their fast food fever dream. Oh, God. Um, Now, this game is um, one of those ooky spooky, like eerie. It has the, um, the, the VHS like you know scan Scan lines lines, on it or whatever that yeah um and that's on purpose you can turn those off by the way if you don't like them um but uh that's all that's all by design that's on purpose uh everything looks a little bit low res um also on purpose um or looks like a retro feel to it if you want uh it doesn't always look like this because i think i just had uh if you take a, a a coffee or espresso drink or whatever if you drink it makes everything you move faster and it makes everything kind of like fisheye so uh the fov is not normally like this but uh the basic gist of the game is you wake up and you uh put on your your uh headset your your basic like drive-through headset and that's where the boss talks to you and the boss tells you go to work so you go to work and you serve up serve up burgers uh in a um very much like a, a, a normal cook, serve, delicious kind of fashion. You just like throw the like a step by step thing. It's like, all right, uh, clock in, turn the open sign on, turn on the appliances, grab the frozen burger, put it on the grill, take the bun, put the lettuce, the tomatoes, the pickle, the onion, blah, blah, blah. Once the burger's done cooking, put the burger patty on the thing, close it up, put it in a bag, give it to the customer. So that's the basic gist of, of how the game starts. But right away, you 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 notice that like the opening sequence tells you there's something going on here. There's something under the surface, okay. um, and unraveling that mystery becomes becomes the game rather than you know actually working. You can keep working uh, from day to day if you want to, and it it uh, gets progressively harder. So your first day, nothing works except the grill. So you're, all you're doing is making burgers. Next day, the fry machine, the fryer machine works. So you're making fries and burgers. So they add it step by step every day. Um, and then you're making, you know, pies, shakes, soft drinks. So you're basically by the end, uh, day, I don't know, day six, seven, whatever, you're, you're, everything's working and you're making all of the ingredients for the customers that come in. Um, and that's how you make money in the game. 
Now, it money is important in the game. So even if like you want to uh, progress the underlying story, you have to have money in order to do that um, because you got to uh, buy stuff, so on and so forth. So even if like it kind of stops you, like, oh, shit, I'm out of money. I guess I got to go to work today. So you go to work, and uh, it, uh, every shift is, I think, five and a half minutes. They give you a timer. It's like, here's your five and a half minutes of work shift. And I think you serve, like, if you, it, like, at my fastest, I think I served, like, six, maybe seven customers. So it's no big deal. Um, it's not like, it doesn't, it, before There's it gets beeping tedious, in my house. I got to go see what it is. I'll be right, right. back. Oh, go ahead. Please. He's a drug dealer. Um, uh, so before it gets tedious, it's, it's already over and then you can go back out and explore the world and stuff. Um, and that's what I'm basically doing right now is exploring the world and seeing what's going on. Um, oh, along with the, the food, fast food, uh, appliances becoming available every day, every time you go to sleep and you wake up, there's usually a new section of town that like the gate drops where huh. you can enter or, or uh, something like that. Um, it is weird. It's surreal. It's uh, like this, like you walk in and you listen to this band what and it's, playing? it's, it's terrible. It's just like, <laughs> it's like this terrible, like midi, like, and it's on purpose. Yeah. It's purposefully terrible. Um, because it adds to the environment of the game. And there's also a, a minor explanation as to why it's terrible. Uh, if you go far enough as well. Um, huh. But uh, yeah, this is the coffee machine. You can get your $8? triple J's coffee. Holy shit. That's some pricey coffee. Mm. If you get a, the, the triple, it's going to be, it's going to be, pricey. I guess it's a triple. Uh, okay. Uh, All right. Sure. I, I get, maybe I don't buy enough coffee. Uh, but uh, there are um, moments in the game boss fights i guess you could say or boss encounters okay uh that you that you find throughout the game as the as the story progresses as you explore more and stuff like that you'll be able to do um these encounters because not all of them are, are would be i would consider like fights they're encounters but uh they are i'm not going to tell you who they are what they are anything like that if you want to play it um but it's 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 like playing an adult swim like early adult swim cartoon. It's like, it's not, it's not a great graphically, but it's put together. Well, you know, sure. um, it's, it, it, the story is intriguing enough that, that I wanted to, uh, figure out what was going on. And the, the eight hours that it took to play it was a perfect amount. Like it was a great amount of, of gameplay. Like it didn't overstay its welcome. It had a nice encapsulated story, um, and uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't too scary. It wasn't on the like the 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 the, the jump scary side. It Just wasn't theory. like so when I when I looked at it, I was like, "Oh, is this gonna be like like Five Nights at Freddy's, <laughs> something like that?" It's not. It's not. It's it's a, a feeling of. <clears throat> eeriness is it like twin peaksy unease yes okay yes it's a little twin peaksy um an eerie uh, uh just a general feeling of like i don't under, i'm not sure what's going on here 
but it, it makes sense after after you uh, start figuring it out. Uh, sure. It is developed by the uh, Scythe Dev Team, uh, published by Tiny Build, and it's twenty bucks. And I I had a blast with it. You'd recommend it? Uh, I don't I mean two specific set 20, of people. 20, maybe twenty bucks. Twenty bucks for eight hours. That's that's up to you. But I I yeah. thought it was worth it for me for sure. Okay. Uh, only only Steam, only PC. Uh, that's what I got it on. Okay. Uh, let me see here. Uh, it says platforms. Oh, you can get it on Xbox, Switch. You can get it. On, wow, you can get it on all the platforms. Everything. It's on everything. Nice. Ollie's yep. very excited. He loves the Xbox and the Switch. Mobile gamer, really. He's super into it. He's super. Into oh, it. he's a mobile gamer. Uh, yeah, yeah. One of those. One of those. Uh, big into gotcha. Loves the Genshin. Huge yeah. Genshin impact. The Genshin. Player. Oh my god, that was so great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm kind of browsing through a couple other indie Sundays. Gloom. Uh, anything in particular? Gloomhaven, Date Night Bowling. Uh, uh, I can talk. I can talk briefly about all of those. Um, okay. Gloomhaven, I, I would like to bring up first because it, the, it'll be short because right. I didn't. I didn't actually get to playing the game because the tutorial <laughs> long. was so long and wordy and complex that I was just like, nope. If I'm going to play this on stream, I'm going to have to do the reading first and then play it, and then explain as I go to anyone who's confused. Because holy shit, did they fucking smell their farts uh, <laughs> with Gloomhaven. Uh, it's a board game, originally. It's a, it comes out of a... It's a game made based on a board game. And I don't know how the fuck anybody gets one of these games started. Uh, I compared it I compared it to Hero Quest. Yeah, Hero, Hero Quest. Quest back in the day? Yeah, of course. You'd read the rules, you'd set up the board, and by the time everything was ready to go, no one wanted to play it. <laughs> I tried so many times to get a game of Hero Quest going, and after an hour of setting shit up, no one wanted to play. Uh -oh. So being rated. That's uh so I quit. I was like, nope, I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna sit here and read to you guys for an hour. Um <laughs> I'm not saying it's good, bad, whatever. I'm just saying like that is not something I was willing to do. Okay. Uh, I'm not panning it. I'm not saying it's a bad game because many, many, many people in my chat today were like, oh, this fucking game is great. I'm sure it is. But I just wasn't, I wasn't in the mood or willing on an indie day to read for, you know, I give uh, two hours at most every game and half of that spent reading. Mm -mm. I'm good. Okay. That's Gloomhaven. And that's Crystal Meth, the main character. Yep. That's my main character. Uh, and then what was the other one? Date there Night was um, Date Night Bowling. Simple, straightforward, fun. Um, the bowling game was cool. Uh, uh, lots of... Uh, the reason why I gave this a day in court was not because it had bowling or date night or whatever, but because I saw this. There's, there's lots of little mini games in there, and I'm a, I'm a sucker for mini games. I love, you know, this, you're, 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 this one you're trying to... Uh, clean your teeth while your date's not looking so you look at the eye if the eye looks at you you have to stop cleaning your teeth <laughs> and you have to press left and right bumper left and right bumper and i didn't get it i didn't do very well that, that's <laughs> how dates go you know that's, that's my teeth cleanliness is bad <laughs> 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 but 
when I jumped straight from Gloomhaven to this, I was like, yay, something simple. And it is. It's really simple. Um, with really simple mini game controls. And in between every, like, uh, or you bowl every, uh, like, it goes like bowling, mini game, bowl, mini game. You're like, and you're on a date with someone. And it's, it's kind of like a toss of whether, like, do they want to beat me or do they want me to beat them, you know, like, for attractiveness wise or whatever. The bowling mechanic is, is pretty simple, but it's also one of those, one, this, this kind of game mm. where you have to nail like where you want your, your spin and your power to go. And if you don't do it right, you fuck it up, you know, strike. Right. But I, I was not consistent. Like oh. I could not, I, 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 stopping the, 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 uh, the curve and the, the, the power was not, I wasn't consistent doing that. So I didn't get like strike after strike after strike. You, um, uh, not, no pun intended. You strike me as yeah. someone who's like secretly good at bowling. Are you, are you a bowler, Zeke? I was. Really? That's funny. If I you mention that, yeah. For, did you for have your good, own like bowling ball? I knew it. How did, I knew it. Yep. I can call, I call them like I see them. All right. Yep. I call for a good like couple years there, I was, uh, I was a, a bowler. I was, a, I went every week at least. Sometimes once, twice a week. Uh, it was a hobby. Definitely something. And I would just head over there and, and um, bowl a few games. And uh, I think I got, like, it wasn't, like, a super great. But I think I, I, I was, by the end there, I was averaging, like, 180 per game. Something like that. It's good. So I took a, uh, I I took a bowling class in college. It was the easiest class because once a week you had to show up and you had to bowl one game. And so the entire class threw the balls as hard and fast and rapid bowled as fast as we could to get the fuck out of there. Yep. <laughs> and it was the easiest A I got in my entire collegiate career. It was great. It was 10 out of 10. It was also the fastest I've ever bowled. We, we were in and out of there in like less than 10 minutes. It was great. You're muted. Oh, I'm muted. You hold on. Now you say your joke. What was your joke? Coach? Okay, I was going to say speed bowling, not to be confused with speed balling, a completely different activity. Yes, yes, very, Just as fun. very different. Yeah, in some circles, for sure, for sure. Uh, what's date night bowling run, Zeke? What's it cost? Uh, it is. There we go. It is. Ten bucks, nine ninety nine. Okay, nine ninety nine. I seem. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty straightforward, simple game. Nothing too com- complex. Fun to look at. Fun to play. I I got about an hour's worth of enjoyment out of it. Okay. Uh, um, there is one I did want to talk about for sure. It's fights in tight spaces. Fights in tight spaces. Let me find the vod yep. for it. Uh oh, God! You stream team fight tactics. Oh, that was seventeen days ago, though. Now I'm trying to find in your box. Hold on. Was this? This was on Indie Day. It should be the same day. Maybe it didn't make it to the VODs yet. Uh, I'll try to find it. Start okay. Oh, here it is. Here it is. I got it. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Fights in Tight Spaces. Really fun Ooh. game. Um, it's a deck building game uh, where you are an agent. Basically, like, like I don't remember if you're agent 12 or something like that. But you're a, a, you know, not a hit hit person hit because I, I'm playing. You can play male, female, um, but you beat the shit out of everyone. 
using your using your cards, using your deck. Uh, everything requires a, a a card. So if I want to move, I have to use a movement card. Uh, if I some some attacks will move you forward one to hit. Um, some attacks will hit two spaces away and main, uh, maintain your distance, meaning like you'll do like a spin kick, but you won't move closer to the person. Um, that kind of stuff. There's environmental stuff like uh, there's a you can see head smash if you turn on the closed captions. You, there it is, head smash right in the middle there. In order for head smash to work, the opponent has to be close to something that you can smash their head on, or else it won't work. Um, so you can't head does. smash in the middle of the room. Like that guy is against, like near the door, near the wall. So you can smash his head against the wall, or smash their head against the dumpster, as long as there's something to smash. Um, so there's conditional cards, uh, environmental cards. Um, there's also um, if you are near, see those openings. Uh huh. The, the doors. That's why it's. Yeah, that's why it's fight, fights in tight spaces, because if you kick them out the door, they're done, no matter how much HP they have left. Oh. So there are dead zones, basically, like ring outs, if you will. Um, but it's all turn-based. Uh, there's, there's different, like, uh, uh, if you look on the left there, after we get back, uh, there's the agent, and it says the green and the yellow. Yeah. Green is obviously your health. The yellow is, the yellow is your combo meter, and uh, some... Uh, fights or some uh, attacks add to your combo meter. Most attacks actually add to your combo meter. And then there's combo finishers, which take all of the combo down to zero, but the higher the combo meter is, the more powerful that attack is. So it's like a finishing move, basically. Um, and also, they discourage, if you if you want to keep your combo up, they, it discourages moving around. So making uh, best use of where you're at, because a movement card will take your combo meter down by one, a lot of times um so you want to look for the best ways it's it's really cool like the strategy of it is really was really fun to figure out um you want to figure out the best ways to take out all the opponents with as little movement as possible um but some of the moves are really cool too like uh, the i can't remember what it's like switch or swap or something and you like swap them places you swap places with the guy and they're facing the other way and then you can like you know hammer them or whatever um one of the big mechanics in the game is getting the enemies to hurt each other. So if you uh, <laughs> you can have them back, like shoot each other, exactly. You kick a guy into the line of fire. He uh, the the person shoots the you know their comrade or whatever. It's great. Uh, the music though, that I gotta say, huge standout. Uh, the music is fucking phenomenal. It's by a. Um, a oh. band or a, an artist called Nervous Test Pilot. Um, I bought the OST immediately after I finished uh, my time with it, and it's just banger after banger. Uh, Seventeen of oh. them, and they're great songs. Um, but the game itself is the music really helps uh, get you like pumped because for a, in a turn-based game, it you know staying pumped up is. <laughs> not something Tough. you know like that have you know like real time games you know shooters rts's those ones like you're sweaty you're like Ugh. but in, in turn based a lot of times you're just like hmm okay what do i do but with the music <laughs> it helps you're like all right i'm gonna fucking kick this guy's ass you know yeah and uh really it really enhanced it um it works uh the game works like a uh a, a slay the spire kind of progression where you go from like uh node to node 
and then you'll come to a fork and it's like you want to do an event you want to go to the medic okay choose one all right next thing do you want to go to a fight because fights give you money or do you want to go to uh a training a trainer all right like this see the gym medical repair bay and then at the end of the the line boss fight so cool pretty 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 standard standard as far as that goes yeah. But it's really, really good, and I had a, I had a, a great time playing it. Awesome. What's the uh, price tag on this one? This one is $24.99, and you can get the uh, soundtrack bundled in there if you want to get the game and the soundtrack, which I suggest you do. It's $30.08. Cool. 14, 14% off, which is a weird number. Awesome. Cool stuff. Uh, and I think that was all. There's a handful oh, of games add, that I think weren't there on the we didn't uh, Fights and Tight Spaces. Uh, developed by Ground Shatter and published by Mode Seven. Sorry, gotcha. Uh, oh, it's, that's a Mode Mode Seven sends me a lot of emails. <laughs> All right, wait, maybe that's is that Team Seven is Team Seventeen also a publisher? Team Seventeen, Team yep. Seventeen, man, they they. Are, I get a lot from them. Man, yeah, a lot of emails from the old Team Seventeen. Yeah, Frozen. Team. You might have played Frozen Synapse is also a uh, a Mode Seven published game. Got it. Mode Syn- or Frozen Synapse uh, rings a bell for you okay all right uh i guess let's talk about how i can't talk about final fantasy and walker <laughs> uh yeah so i guess before i even jump into the game uh and discussing what we can or can't talk about it uh we we can talk about the idea that the game's suffering from its own success right now in a big big way uh that game's hard to play um i in stream around five or six or seven or eight uh eastern every night and uh the second i do i have to get in queue so that i can play by 10 o'clock because i sit through a three-hour queue just to get into that game every single evening um yeah the funny aspect of that is everyone is like oh yeah well the game comes out on on tuesday officially releases and it it'll die down it Nope, it got worse, uh, just as I thought it was going to. The queues are really, 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 really hurting that game at the moment. Um, for new players. I think people that have already experienced a good chunk of it are sticking through and and getting into it, uh, or getting through the queue, I should say, and trying to play for as, as long as they can. Um, but man, it is really suffering from its its own success. It it. I, I was trying to figure out the best way to say, like, I really shouldn't have promoted that game in the way that I did. And I really wish it didn't blow up as big as it did last year on Twitch. Cause it's hard as fuck to play unless you're logging in in the mornings when there's like no queue, you sit an hour easy, uh, after about three o'clock in the afternoon Eastern and the later there's, it gets, the harder and harder it gets to get in game. There's one problem that drives me absolutely crazy and here's the thing the cues i'm actually kind of fine with the queue yeah i mean this is a major release for a game that's more popular than it's ever been like the devs warned us beforehand there's a shortage on chips and stuff they said they wish they could buy more servers and were physically not able to like like the queues we knew they were coming understandable it's fine the thing that drives me kind of nutty is the 2002 yeah that's what drives me kind of nutty because the problem is that I have tried, I think I'm up to five different attempts now. And for those that's that don't know what a 2002 is. Yeah, let's, let's talk about the The problem code. is the queue, will, it will start queuing you up. 
and then we'll randomly boot you from the queue. And if you don't pretty much immediately log back in, and sometimes even if you do, then you lose your space and go to the end of the queue. Yeah. And the problem is, is this means that not only do you have to queue, which I'm fine with, I'm with queues. The thing that I don't like is that you have to babysit the queue. Yep. You have to sit there paying attention to the queue, or in some cases, hours, or it won't work. For those saying that they fixed it for the most part, they didn't as of last night. As of last night. So, I mean, if any fixes, it still absolutely still happens. happens. It's happened to yeah. me last night. And the problem is for me is because I don't I don't know if the Q gods are just watching from on high and giving it to me good when they see it coming. <laughs> but what I've been doing is I've been like babysitting the queue for like an hour to two hours in the evenings trying to get ready for when I get on for my cozy stream. Right. And then I will have to go and put my kids to bed. Like I have to leave the computer. I cannot sit in front of the computer for like uh, sometimes a half an hour, 45 minutes. And I think three nights in a row, I have been 2002 in that period that I cannot be watching the computer. Yep. And it's like, it's so frustrating because again, if the queue was working, then I would come back, be in my 30 minute safety window and be able to stream Final Fantasy that night. But instead I have to just not play. Granted, it's let me find this other really fun game that we can talk about later. And I've been enjoying that. But if, if I didn't have that game, I would just be completely SOL. And most importantly, this means I can't progress like this quest that I really want to keep playing the main story quest. So that's that's kind of been the biggest letdown, unfortunately for me, is the 2002, yeah. not the cues. I expected the cues. I understood the cues. But they're having like a technical issue that they just can't seem to fix. And that is very frustrating. Yeah. The the best, it's not a fix. It's like a Band-Aid that I've, uh, like, I, I've gotten in queue and I haven't lost my queue to the 2002 error in about a week. And the way that I do that, and I've been saying this on stream anytime people talk about being 2002, is I'll log in, get in queue, start up a second launcher, put in my password, put in my one-time password, but not hit play. And so then when I do 2002, I just hit play and immediately puts me back in game and into the queue. And I haven't lost a yeah. queue that way. Um, so if you're it, having issues, again, try to do that. But you have to babysit. Even if you're, like, I don't even need to do that. If I'm in front of my computer and you get the 2002... In. I can immediately log back in and generally I'm fine. Like you have, you have a solid like minute to hmm. get back in. So as long as you're at your computer, it's okay. okay. The, the only issue is that if you're, if you're even slightly not paying attention, like a, uh, about four or five nights ago, I was playing another game and I had the queue on alt tab and I was just checking it every like five minutes. And I just happened to check it like right after it had done a 2002 and I wasn't quick enough logging back in. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the only thing that's really, really unfortunate. Like I, I that, right. that bug is, has been very frustrating. I'm he's understandable, intentional. It's going to happen, but I really wasn't expecting like a bug. Yeah. But, uh, and like, it'll start to die down slowly, but this, not, not this coming Tuesday, but Tuesday after that, we get normal raids two weeks after that, we get savage raids and it's the holiday season where people are going to be home from work or home from school and they're going to be able to play. So like, it's not necessarily a problem that's going to be going away anytime soon, which I think is, uh, it, it's not, it's also not something that they can just go and buy more servers. They've already talked about that for months. Uh, uh you know, they just, they, they don't exist. There's nowhere that they can buy them. They even offered to like buy yeah. them for double or, or some incredibly amount of overpriced, uh, server hardware. And they couldn't, they just don't literally exist. 
So, uh, yeah, it's it's a game that's suffering from its own success right now. They just won that game award. I'm sure they got a bunch of people that are wanting to check it out because of that. Uh, everything's going right for them except for the fact that you can't actually play the game in a lot of ways. Also, you- real quick. Yeah, go ahead. I, I've heard this a lot, and, I, and I'm, I'm not going to say the name, but I'm going to call this out because I'm kind of tired of hearing this. Somebody said, the 2002 is not a bug. It's the queue servers being completely saturated. They are at an over 100% of their capacity to even process queued logins, and that's what produces 2002 errors. Okay. Here's the thing. It is a bug because there's too many people queuing into it. That's when the bug happens. The bug code is 2002. It is a bug. It's an error. So like the idea that people are like, no, it's not a bug. Yes, it's a bug that that is happening because too many people are logging in. It is a bug. Absolutely. hundred percent is a bug. They can fix it. Yes. It is still very much a bug. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's happening because it's the bug is occurring because they're beginning super saturated. They can fix that. Like there's ways to fix that. Yes, absolutely. Um, no, anyway, people keep saying that and it's a hundred percent a bug. The 2002 is the bug error code. Like that is why we call it a 2002 error. So, okay. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah uh once you get in game though it's fine there's no issues every once in a while you will get a 2002 while in game um i think they might have fixed i i have not oh, well, logged I've in almost never seen those yeah, yeah it's very rare i know during like the early access launch uh last weekend it was happening more frequently during cutscenes, and some of the longer cutscenes as well uh people have actually been kicked for inactivity because they're just watching the cutscene because of the 30 minute afk timer um and so they just will miss that but yeah once you're in game it seems fine and you can you know play final fantasy it's just getting in game seems to be the the biggest issue at the moment i don't think i've crashed out once i've, I haven't either. I've heard some people have been but I've, I've played 20 plus hours now and i don't think i've maybe 15 ish hours i don't think i've crashed out once yeah technically inside great fantastic yeah, yeah. um so yeah, all that said, uh, when it comes down to the actual game of it, uh, I can't comment on the story. To do so would be uh, unbelievable amounts of spoilers. Uh, so I'm not comment say on your things. feelings. Uh, definitely one of the like what what's the term? I don't want to say emotionally draining, but maybe that's the best term. It it it's just a lot. Like the the and I think this is where it gets into things that I can't talk about. There are, uh, there definitely are points in the story that kind of drag on or get a little bit, uh, long winded, uh, in a lot of ways. And some of the pacing is off, but, uh, those are few and they don't happen that often. And the highs severely outweigh, uh, any of those like low points and, and otherwise like kind of, I would say like boring. Um, and, and it could also be argued that because the other moments are like such a high point and they're so, uh, you know, heavy or, uh, just important. Um, you have to like have some moment of a break, right. For the player to just realize what the fuck has happened. Cause, uh, I will say towards the end of that game, you don't get a break. And the last, I'd say seven or eight hours of that game, by the time you finish, uh, there is a severe post-depression of the story where you're just kind of like, I don't, I don't want to play this game. Like, <laughs> I, gotta, <laughs> I gotta go, 
I'm going to log out so I have to get in queue uh, for a little while. Uh, and that's, I, I've seen that uh, constantly repeated from people that finish the game where they're just like, yeah, like I, I need to take a break and just go think. And I was definitely the same way. Uh, I was, for any Marvel fans out there, the same way that I felt after seeing Endgame was the exact same way I felt after finishing Endwalker, where you're just kind of like, wow, that was the end of like a 10-year thing. That was, uh, one, incredible. There are so many moments. I have to think about everything that just fucking happened. Uh, I need I need like a day or two. And so I honestly didn't play for like 24 hours after I finished it. Um, didn't even touch any of the features or anything at the post-story stuff. I just kind of like, you know, walked away from the game for a little while because I was so overwhelmed. Um, but yeah, like heavy, I think is a, a good term, Zeke, to say the story. Um, definitely like some pretty big emotional responses. Um, and and otherwise, like, it's a love letter to that fan base of the game. Uh, if you enjoyed Shadowbringers, it not only makes, it, it is not only a better game than Shadowbringers from a story's perspective, story perspective it makes Shadowbringers better by existing uh which cool. is like maybe one of the biggest things i can say for people that enjoyed Shadowbringers. uh very cool that being said i don't know what the fuck happened in terms of the actual quest design for endwalker but holy shit some of them are awful like some of the actual gameplay mechanics of these quests are abysmal it's like what it I don't they're using like escort quest shit from like 1998 where it's like stay behind this mob and make sure you don't lose track and like it's just fucking bad. Like they're annoying in a lot of ways. Um, Are you talking about the the girl in the ice area by the way? I'm talking about insert 10 different versions of the girl oh, in the Lord, ice. Really? Area. Okay. <laughs> like there's so many different ways. Um there's just a lot of quests where it, like something changed. Someone uh, was either new or they implemented a lot of new things into the actual game engine that allowed them to like do certain type of quests. And they're like, we're going to make every single quest like this. Because um, I definitely had some like pretty big issues with the actual quest. Um, I can probably, unless I'm misremembering, because I did do like, 13, 14 hour streams back to back to back to back to back for that. But I think I can count on one hand how many times it's like, go kill 10 bear asses and bring me the quest, which, you know, a general quest in an MMO. That's what you do. And I was perfectly fine for those. Uh, there's very little of those uh, throughout Endwalker. It's, uh, you mentioned, I, f I forgot what, earlier in the show you were talking about, oh, it was uh, for Lost Judgment, where the back half of that game is just like cutscenes. Just nonstop. After like, I don't know, 87 or 86 plus MSQ story quest, there's so many cutscenes and they're all yeah. fucking incredible and fantastic. But they're, I was going to say, I love that. They're Dude, long. I get, I get yeah. an actual, like, I get, I have a physical, like, goosebump response whenever it's like, yep. You're about to get a bunch of cutscenes. Yep. Are you ready? Like, like you're, you're like, oh man, that is my favorite thing ever. There's my, tons. And when you walk up to a, when you walk up to an NPC at the end of a long quest line, and you see like fifty people with a little little yeah. movie thing above their head, and it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, this is gonna be good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot. 
scenes. Uh, and they're all like fantastic. Uh, the, the, I think, I think, uh, I think during, Sh someone said this in my chat the other day, uh, during shadow walkers, I think Soken, uh, or they, they said that Soken, who's the guy that makes all the music for the game was approaching John Williams level of like, uh, music production and how he handles the aspect of that and like tailors it to the game and whatever. Uh, and now after playing Endwalker, they said that like, he is a new John Williams. Like he has eclipsed him in a lot of ways, uh, for what he's done to like video games. Cause the music in Endwalker is just, is just insane. It's just absolute. There's so many moments where it hits and you're just like, Oh my fucking God. Like that's just, in insanities uh levels of of music production and the songs and the different ways that he makes so many different riffs and takes on the same song uh and they start the songs start to mean something at that point and yeah it's just incredible uh he i i think that's probably the high point of the game for me or the the high point of the expansion for me is just the music that that exists in that they, they need to put out a soundtrack like immediately so i can stop youtubing different portions of the game uh, and just hitting uh like repeat on that so yeah that's endwalker co you hit uh you hit 83 today uh and uh i think I'm... you're starting to experience uh the craziness of the expansion <laughs> yeah i with again we're not going to spoiler it but all i have to say is is that i had a I had a series of conceptions as to what we were going to do in this expansion. And today it was quickly completely turned on its head. Yeah. And what I, what I thought was going to be a relatively straightforward beginning to end experience quickly devolved into, I have no clue where this is going. Like, but I like it. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm super, I'm enjoying it, but I like my, my very vague idea of a roadmap has been completely tossed out yep. and uh, I did an event today that I was expecting to be doing at the end and just have a nice little bow and that was going to be the game. And it's like, nope, I, I have no clue where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> Zero idea. Um, the, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, uh, well, I'll, I'll just, I'm not going to comment on it because even saying uh, what I want to say would actually spoil stuff uh, if you've watched any of the other content that I've made around the game. So, yeah, uh, it's it's impossible. <laughs> the I think the sequence about... that occurs, you're just like, what? Okay, yeah. let's, let's do it. Yeah. Let's go. And I want to say I'm like a third of the way through. That's the thing. I've been told that the level is de the, your level in this one is deceptive. It's not like every level is 10% through the expansion. So, yeah, I, I, I don't really... I'm going to keep trying to play it as much as I can, but the queues, like you said, they're not getting smaller. So I'm going to, I'm going to do what I can to keep just getting time in where I can. And I'm hoping they can figure out the 2002. If I can, I can actually count on the queue being accurate. Then I could actually like start doing cozy streams and stuff again. That would be yeah. fantastic. But, yeah. Um, hopefully they'll get that worked out soon and I can like really plow through this. I'm really, really concerned about getting it. I'm not super concerned, but I'm a little concerned getting it done before the new year show. Um, because especially if the queues keep being an issue, like it's becoming more and more of a problem. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's my goal. That's my goal for sure. Someone in my chat said, and that's why I giggled in the middle of your your explanation. Oh yeah, JP. yeah. Cytro yeah. uh, from my chat said, uh, Blizzard could probably sell some servers to to Square. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> dude. There, there's a uh, there's They're a probably lot not of... using. <laughs> 
<laughs> as many as they were. There's a lot of like, uh, there's a lot of jokes made on uh, Blizzard's behalf for me throughout the <laughs> entire expansion of like, uh, I don't know, a room being on fire or something like that, and be like, oh, this is look, it's uh, inside Blizzard. <laughs> 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 Shit like that. Just like really easy dumb goofs. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh it's a, a remarkable game it, it's a fantastic end to uh that arc of the game um and i if, if you've it's not for everyone i'll say that if if you know i think if you're into it you're into it and if you're not you're not and that's perfectly fine but for people that are into it uh and you haven't finished it yet like enjoy it it's great uh it's a fantastic ride and uh take a break when you're done um the, the other best thing i can say is there's moments during some of the final portions <clears throat> of the game when it comes to the fight where you're you're actively in a fight you are playing the game you're actively fighting and every time i've done uh this fight uh and requeued for it everyone in the chat just like starts fucking freaking out and be like oh my fucking god holy fucking shit i can't top blah 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 blah, blah. and i get that every time i do this thing and it's that type of response from everyone playing the game. And that's probably like one of the best uh, pitches I can give to, uh, well, to people it, playing. Hold, hold on. Freaking out how? Like by typing or... and like everything. Like, <laughs> like people are uh, freaking out from excitement. Okay. They're freaking out from uh, like a shock uh, from, okay. you know, what is occurring and all that stuff. It's it's crazy. Okay. It's absolutely crazy. Um, Madness. Yeah. It's, You're mad. It's honestly pure madness constantly throughout the entire. Uh, Co mentioned when you walk up to an NPC, you see a bunch of people standing around. Um, there's actually, uh, I've seen just from doing different things in some of the final zones, I've seen small conversations happen when people finish that cutscene because they like want to talk about what they just saw. And so these small little groups of people then just turn into this like small little community discussing the cutscene that just happened like minutes before. Hopefully not spoiling too much for the people running up. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of times you'll start a cutscene and then end up somewhere else. So they're yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, yeah. for sure. Uh, but just stuff like that that happens. It it's it's one of the coolest things I think about that game is the uh, the community and the fan base are like so ride or die and they're so. Uh, so invested in that story that towards the end, everyone's like trying to, you know, work together. And, and you can only really talk about that with people that have finished it. Because if you say anything to anyone else, it's just a giant spoiler. Like that's, I can't, yeah. it's, it, I had, don't want to be that guy. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy. And I had, I had that exact moment when I finished it. It was like, who can I talk to about this? And I fucking had no one to talk to. <laughs> so I was just like, I'm going to go be in my head for a couple hours. Uh, and then like slowly people started to finish the game, uh, on my Twitter timeline and like I would DM them and we'd be able to talk about it thankfully, but yeah, it's, it's that type of game. It's, uh, it's heavy as shit. Uh, and it's, it's great. It's absolutely fantastic. So, cool. so for anybody who don't play it you... because I don't want you to fuck up the queue. <laughs> Never mind. That's my question. Uh, no, the other thing too, because <laughs> I was going to say for anybody who wants to like get started on the game you're like fuck that no no new players yet wait um i was gonna say really at the end of the day i think jp's just kind of fanboying the game's really not that special it's not worth your time you probably don't need to play it um, like like trout said look, it feels like a glorified free-to-play game Co it's really right. just not 
100%. nothing special. Hundred um, percent. I would really avoid it at least for a month. You really should. Maybe two. You maybe, know, maybe three. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe wait till they really fix a lot of the bugs and and patch the story up and you know wait till the investors are happy with it because they're probably going to get angry and sue and all that. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's just a. It's it's if you've ever heard of a dumpster fire like that is. It is literally burning hot trash. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Um, no, this d- game makes New World look like Cyberpunk 2040. <laughs> the uh, one thing I will say for people Wait, that, that are. I good or. Wait, I... <laughs> I don't know. Actually. I'm that's trying true. to work through that analogy. Yeah, I don't I don't actually know. That's a good point. Um for anyone that does want to play the trial and check it out for free, I will say that and chat's going to have to correct me. I think that if you're a trial user and not a paid subscriber, the queue actually prioritizes paying uh yep. people, paying customers. I don't even know if they can queue I don't even know if you can actually make new characters right now in North America, to be honest. They might have actually disabled that shit. Um, I know that the trial or free accounts are low priority. Uh, there's no way in hell you're going to be able to make a character on a server uh, if your friend's on it, because most of those are going to be very popular to begin with. It's, yeah, it, it's, uh, like I yeah, said. Yeah, chat the trials can't even queue. Like, okay, yeah, there you go. You're, it's suffering from its own success. Um mm-hmm. And, and to be honest, it, it might be for a while. Um, reviews are like starting to come out for the Dude, game. Now, I know and it's crazy. Tons of people that haven't even started because they don't want to deal with queues. And it's yeah. like, so there's an entire, there's an entire like second, maybe even third wave of people that are waiting to play the game. They just don't want, they just don't want to deal with queues right now. So they're just waiting. They're yeah. just waiting. Yeah. Um, also, it, it's you know, not gonna go there's away. the huge, there's the huge percentage of people that are office workers, day workers, parents that just can't play due to the queues right now anyway. So it's like, there's, there's people that are choosing not to play. There are people that are just unable to play with the queues. Um, so, I mean, it's, yeah, it's pretty wild. It's pretty yeah. Wild. I, I mean, two of our <laughs> raid members, I, I think Strippin and Gmart have just stopped trying. <laughs> They're just not even going to bother. Uh, which is kind of a streamer thing, but also I think just anyone that's trying to play, unless they're logging in super early in the morning, uh, it's very impossible to. So, yeah, it's uh, it's wild. I'm I'm now in the uh, I'm I'm experiencing all the post game stuff. I'm getting all my uh, crafters leveled and you know doing the normal MMO stuff at that. Haven't done any of the hard fights yet. Um, I will also say if anyone is wanting to like look at streams of the game the the raiders are doing content that is like unbelievable amounts of spoilers like the spoilerest of spoils <laughs> right now so be very careful if you're worried oh. about story spoilers in terms of joining streams that are farming the ex content uh because those alone are massive spoilers uh and will uh, i mean Co, you did one of them today, so you can understand what I'm saying. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was when yeah. when I was done today, like that, just just if someone had logged in and seen that, yeah, looked at my level and looked at the fight, they would have immediately been like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, like yeah, have a hundred percent, hundred percent. And then of course the stuff right after that was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, God. I'm looking forward to talking more about it. That's for sure. 
yeah uh and, and that like it's, it's oh. hard because even the dungeons spoil the dungeons are like massive spoils it's just somebody crazy. said this in chat also and and, and i'm going to kind of echo what you said don't even look at the thumbnails of the final fantasy 14 category yep like seriously like it's to the point where there there are there are spoilers that can occur um just by like pretty major spoilers actually just yeah. by seeing thumbnails yeah. um so it is it is it'd probably be a good idea like i'm i'm unfortunately doing that too if i see someone playing final fantasy i just don't even drop in yeah. especially if they say like hey don't worry i'm done with the story it's like cool that means you're probably talking about it yeah like, you know like, it's like yeah anyway anyway yeah it uh i think prior to and me and jesse i think we even talked about this prior to the expansion coming out uh during all the like letter from the producers live which is a thing that that square does yoshi p was actually very careful in terms of like panning his camera around in a lot of the zones knowing where he was now in those zones if he would have showed that shit it was massive fucking spoilers yep. uh so it's it's I bet. It, one it's crazy that like uh that it, it's crazy to me that like a game can exist where something like that could be such a big deal um I can't really think of like another because even movies, like I guess end game, if you think of it in terms of end game, if you saw some of the uh locations towards the end of that game, it would kind of spoil the, the story. So maybe same same thing of that. Um but yeah, just simple screenshots uh can spoil stuff. Songs can spoil shit. Uh it it's it's tough. I will say though, the community is very good and they're all understanding of that. Um I, I've seen, I was worried about spoilers going in. Uh, Co can probably speak to this because he hadn't finished the story yet. Uh, but the community didn't spoil or didn't get close to spoiling anything for me when I was playing. Uh, and it seems like any conversation around it now for people that are just now starting the story or are going to be starting it soon or early on in it, the chats are very good and there's no spoils. So uh, seems good. A lot of spoiler talk though for a game that we didn't, even spoil <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's crazy so yeah that's Endwalker. uh i'm enjoying it i'm done with it story-wise i'm interested to see what uh what comes next so we'll see what uh what all that is about but i think uh we can call it there we're right on time uh co we didn't talk about last stand aftermath but we can talk about it next week or you're still playing it right sure that's not a yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, I'm still ends. playing it. We can talk about it next week. Okay, Absolutely. cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then Zeke, I, I guess what what is coming up on y'all's radar? What are y'all jumping into next? Maybe we can do that in shoutouts as well if you want. Or we can just do it now. Sure. Okay, let's do it in shoutouts. Zeke, do some shoutouts. What are you playing next on your channel? You bet. Uh my name is Ezekiel Third. You can find me at a slash Ezekiel underscore I thanks co. Thanks, JP, for being my co-host. What what's coming up next for me? Well, uh I am I was looking through my list and it looks like I've got a few games that I can knock out in a couple of streams, like one or two streams, probably two. If, if the, how long to beat, which is the thing I use and then double. Uh, so if it says eight hours, it's going to be 16 at least for, for old Ziki. But, uh, I'm looking at, uh, I'm, and I'm installing currently, uh, Lisa and stasis. So those games are uh, coming awesome. up. Yeah. I'm not sure which one I'm going to play first, but I might put a poll up on Twitter to see which one uh, you guys would like to see um, the most. So <clears throat> that's what I got uh, coming up 
because the new game list is pretty much pretty much done uh, for games that I want to play. I'm thinking about Ratchet and Clank, but I never played any of them, and I know everybody says it's so good and all that kind of shit. I'm still kind of hamming and hawing about Ratchet and Clank before the end of the year show. But, uh, yeah, so that's what's coming up. I also, oh, I got this. I got this little beauty in the mail. Psychic Detective. <laughs> nice. Just getting hyped up for, for CD-ROM-a-thon in January. So, yeah. Uh, thanks for watching, and I'll see you next time. Awesome. By the way, for any of uh, longtime viewers that are worried about the uh, FOR stuff, and that right there, that binary actually says stuff. And you guys haven't noticed it for 300 episodes. So, <laughs> or near 300 episodes. So if you feel bored, you can go look at the binary. Figure it out. Co, do some shout outs. Okay. Hi, everybody. My name is Co. Nice to meet you. Uh, welcome to our new Sunday show. So uh, this week we're going to be doing tomorrow. I'm playing Monkey Island for some sponsored stuff. It's going to be kind of cool doing that tomorrow. Then we will be checking out EFP. As we move into oh, the rest fuck. of the week. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. didn't ask me to do my game. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably going to be doing some more last day in aftermath in the evenings. It's been a lot of fun. I'm going to be getting final fantasy 14 in where I can. Then this Wednesday, I think we're going to do, uh, we're going to start our wasteland three playthrough. It's Brian Fargo's birthday. So I think we'll start our chaotic lootful neutral evil wasteland playthrough on wednesday and also going to be raising some money for world builders which is patrick rothfuss's charity which is pretty freaking awesome also for any patrick rothfuss fans he has actually agreed to read the prologue and first chapter of his unreleased third book if we meet certain goals nice. in world builders this year so if you're a patrick rothfuss fan who's been waiting for like years and years for the third book uh may want to be here wednesday um as if certain goals are met he will be reading those live on stream to your ears. So, oh, they already reached that goal. People are saying it. Well, fantastic. So we'll have more information on that. He's got to write them um, now. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Regardless, we're going to be doing a World Builders charity stream on Wednesday. Hope to see you there. It's for a fantastic cause. We'll definitely talk more about it then. And uh, as always, thank you guys for being here. And I will see you then or next Sunday. I don't see you before then. Yeah. The shows are on Sunday now. It's weird. We got to change all the graphics. Stay with us while I changing all the stuff on. Really, I got to find out where we've listed that the show airs at uh, Wednesdays. I think Twitter's the one that I found. If you have any others, feel free to tweet at me or the uh, the Drop Frames Twitter account. We'll try to get all that stuff changed as uh, we're moving to Sundays officially now. Uh, we'll be back next Sunday between now and then. What am I jumping into? Probably... I guess I'm going to do some more Endwalker. There's not many games out uh, between now and January. Um, so maybe some more League ranked. We'll do some of that stuff. I'm going to finish Halo up uh, after this. Tomorrow we got MCU crew. We'll be talking about Hawkeye uh, episode five. Um, and then we'll kind of just go from there. So that is that. And that is the show. Thank you guys for being here. Maybe we'll get some more. Maybe we'll go back to guest. Do you guys remember guest? <laughs> remember when we had guest on this show? Remember that scene? Oh, go back to having guests. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, uh, like more people? Yeah. I, like, I, yeah, I don't know. People I feel are. like it get loud. It might. It might get a little crazy. So uh, let me float this idea by you. Um, I had uh -oh. it earlier in the show today. Uh -oh. um, since we are officially switching to Sundays. Sundays. What if this Wednesday. Sunday, Sunday. If, Sunday, Sunday. if you guys were down, instead of uh, we won't do our regular show, but we might be on 
if you guys want to do GTFO. Oh. I would love to, but I'm doing Wasteland 3 for World Builders, and then I'm pretty oh, that's a, sure I'm Wednesday doing thing. Warframe stuff in the afternoon. I think, oh, that's I think right. Wednesday's, I think Wednesday's New War, so I think there's there's going to be a lot of New War stuff. I think, yeah, I think um, I might be doing that sponsored as well, maybe. So that, but hey, if not, then I'm happy to do it Thursday if you guys want to. I don't have plans, so I'm down for whatever. Yeah. Okay. You guys want to shoot for Thursday yeah. afternoon? We'll talk. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, that, that's minute, the dude, that game I is just, horrifying I just agreed and to fun. play GTF. What the fuck? Yes. God yes. You're already in. You've already agreed, and now you have to. Uh, we'll need to find one more person. We should be good to go. Okay. Yep. Right. Happening. And for the record, you cannot get out of this. You've already agreed. It's 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 basically a no take backsy situation. Look, uh, I've played Resident Evil Seven VR. This is this is small time shit. Okay. This is nothing. <laughs> this small potatoes. <laughs> yeah, yes, small this, potatoes. People saying in chat it is legally binding. <laughs> I believe that is the accurate. It's true. Term. It might be yeah. true. Uh, it could be true. I'll get my lawyers on the phone mm -hmm. and see if it's true. Uh, all right, we'll let you guys know. We'll uh, we'll put out some some tweets and all that stuff and let you uh, let you know when we're going to be playing some GTFO and maybe some other stuff. Maybe just turn Wednesdays if it works for everyone's schedules into like a DFG thing. If there's a game out where we want to play, who knows? The future's weird. We're going to get crazy around here. Everyone, shake your hands like this. Gonna get weird, guys. Ah! All right, we're out. We'll see you guys oh. next Sunday. Have a good one. Bye bye.